you're all very welcome to O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the quarter-final uh, of the Munster uh, Junior Club Championship between Ogunlo of Clare and Bricky Rangers of Waterford. Um, a lovely day here in Six Mile Bridge, you know, a, a, a brisk, fresh de a December, December day, or in the November day here, you know, and I suppose we're absolutely blessed with the morning we had and the weather has improved quite considerably here as the day has gone on. Both teams uh, we are normally here wear the black and amber jerseys. However, uh, Bricky Rangers have changed into the white jersey where uh, two Oganila are wearing the colours of care. So, um, uh, as we said, a big day for both clubs. Uh, Ogunlo coming on the back of that marvellous victory in the junior final against Christian only two weeks ago. And Bricky Rangers, who overcame Mount Sines, uh, second team in the uh, Warford junior final, put up quite a big score on the day, 3.21, but conceded quite a bit also. But on merit, uh, Bricky Rangers, who went down from intermediate, or down from intermediate only a couple of years ago, so bounced back uh, relatively quick uh, back up to intermediate ranks. And they'll be intended making a big mark here. The winners today, Shkina Rinka of Tipperary, who defeated their Kerry counterparts in the first round uh, yesterday by 121 to 8 points. Uh, Pat McNamara, you might give us the line out of both teams. OK, Leo. Uh, as best we can now, Robert, Dreeland is in goals. Um, Noah Sheedy, Barry Kiley and Adam Sheedy is full-back line for Ogunlo. Sean Kickers, uh, Colin Quinn and Peter English makes up the half-back line. At midfield is Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley and uh, Adam Conan uh, replacing Liam Hart. Uh, Barry Kiley is the uh, wing forward. No, no Barry, Barry Kiley, sorry, he's gone back full-back. The other wing forward is uh, Colin Hart. So Colin Hart, Garod Sheedy and Danny Conan is the half-forward line. And for Ogunlo, up top of the right is Henry Vaughan, full-forward, Keen Fitzgerald. Bradley and top of the left is Rory Skelly. Bricky Rangers uh, reads as follows: Mark Shalou. Wonder if he's any if he has any collections up in up in uh, Mills. Um, Connor Phelan, Johnny Cooney, and Sean Lynn is the full back line. At half back is Corrock Barry, Philip Walsh, and Niall Brown. Midfield is Cormac O'Grady and Mark Cummins. The half forward line: Owen Barry, Tom O'Connell, and John Morrissey. And the full forward line for Bricky Rangers is Josh Whelan, Veal, Connor Whelan, and Mikey Hennan. Hennan. Thanks for, that. Thanks for that, Pat. As I said, we're joined in commentary today by uh, <coughs> our always co-commentator, Pat McNamara. And on analysis today <coughs> with us is uh, John McKenna. John McKenna, former Clare and Ogunlo uh, starlet. Um, and uh, doing, making good strides in the management. And all the fellas yesterday uh, managed by like Junior C's to their, their first Junior C title, coming in the back of a minor B title with O'Callaghan's Mills. But like Audi a number of weeks ago. John, Pat, you're very welcome again. Thanks, Leo. John, yeah. um, Big day for Ogunlo, Munster Club Championship. It's a big day for them. Um, I don't think uh, we got this far before. And um, I think that it's bonus territory, really, for them. Uh, missing a couple of players. John O'Brien will be a loss out of the full back line. And um, Liam Hart, young, but still a loss. And I think that uh, I think they've nothing to lose on this. They're probably up against it, especially a team not long down out of intermediate ranks. And um, but I, I think they just go out and go hurling and uh, see what happens. But uh, the two boys will be a, a bit of a loss. But look at Colin Hart, smashing player. Adam Canaan, a big, strong, young fella. Uh, shouldn't, shouldn't be found wanting either. So things, the pitch looks a bit heavy and probably not in the best of conditions this time of the year. What do we expect? So um, I think, tis, tis, as I said, just go at it and see what will happen. 
Yeah, and as I said, bonus territory, and you know, Pat McNamara, we 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 were, we done the Jonah final a couple of weeks ago, and we could you could only but be uh, impressed with the play of Ogunnelo. You know, it was <coughs> one of the days where you wanted all your players to hit form at the right time, and you know, in fairness to them, they did that. Well, they played an unbelievable brand of hurling for uh, for what was the most junior team. Now, I was wondering myself, was Christine one of the weaker teams we've seen at junior final level for a few years? But I have friends up in that part of the country tell me that that team was very very impressive. On the way to the junior final, so that makes a good display all the more uh, creditable. They were played outstanding holding, none more so than Garod Sheedy, but an awful lot of the other people did their business so that Garod could do the applied finishing touches as well. So, uh, look at if they can match anything like that brand of holding today, I think they'll take huge beating. Don't know a lot about Pricky Rangers, but as John said, if they have come down from intermediate uh, in recent years, they will have a, a, a bunch of players on that team who have plenty of experience playing at a reasonably high level. So, uh, it might be no easy game at all for a good but look at as he said, bonus territory, playing in their home county, and in the home county, Clare Colours as well. It's the second day in a row I've seen a club team playing using the Clare Colours. Fikal Kilnina used them yesterday in the Camogie Junior Final against uh, against uh, Clan Morris, uh, who wore the Kerry Colours. But uh, we're going to now in the uh, Clare Colours, and they're lining up for Oran Nivian. So, normally we're queuing this Oran Nivian. And, and Shane or, or on the VN. Uh, John, we'll bring you in there, John. Bricky Rangers, as it, you could obviously have offered a team, strong, look look a very accomplished, strong team out there in their warm up. Do you know much about their, their main players, or I, you might I tell us maybe who some of their main I, threats are? I don't, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't uh, go to the rounds of doing any re research on these boys. Um, but look at, as I said, coming down from intermediate, they can't be too bad. And uh, I believe they're, they're, they're a football club as well, which will bring, I'm sure, intensity of, of a high, high level tackling and short passing and stuff like that is what <coughs> I'd expect out of them if they're coming from football country but look at as we said O'Gunnell are young enough lads um, and I think they have a bit of pace about them so I, I, I would expect a big performance out of O'Gunnell and yeah Adam Canaan Adam Canaan looks like he's lining out at midfield yeah, so I expect, expect changes here on, on both sides as we start here. All the Ricky Rangers seem to be lined up as, as selected. Tom O'Connell and maybe Marco Cummins tomb in to watch. Tomb in that played very well in the recent county final win over um, Mount Sain. So, so the game is on. Referee has thrown in. And O'Gunlo, our men defending the goals here at the Kilmore Inn. So uh, the Merkelou is defending the goals at the school end here. In the in, as here come Ricky Rangers as uh, using this hand pass back in the halfback. And he's back with Philip Walsh. Here's Walsh, a big strong man. He gets away. An early ball into the corner. Looking for the corner forward is Josh Whelan Wheeler. Out to Mikey Henlon. Here comes Mikey. Mikey looks lively. He gets the ball back out to O'Connell. O'Connell is a young player, but a, a very promising player. Gets the ball back out to the wing back. The wing back is Brown. Here comes Brown, the wing back coming up. Gets the ball out to midfielder O'Grady O'Grady gives it back to O'Connell is that the first score of the Munster quarter final indeed it's the first score coming off the stick of their sharpshooter uh, Tom O'Connell this is a man um, a good rave getting this man getting rave reviews in the junior championship in Waterford in the past uh, uh, past year so maybe we expect this man to see in the blue and white of Waterford in the very near future it's Robert Treenan with the uh, puck out coming for Ogunda Pucksy he goes <coughs> long with this one out towards out here towards the wing forward the wing forward is, is, uh, is um, Keen Fitzgerald Bradley and early ball back down on top again down on top Kylie Kylie is beaten by Whelan Whelan is a strong man he gets away from Kylie he's pulled back by Kylie indeed John McKenna even in these early stages you know uh, Bricky Rangers you can see the strength and, and they are playing a very direct ball Num number the centre back and centre forward two main, main positions have been on the ball very early and looks like centre forward um, Tom O'Connell is going to have his second point on the board should be it should be a tap over for him but there are two positions that you don't want to let the opposition start early and get the dominance on it so yeah 
And indeed, as you, as you speak, John, uh, Tom O'Connell nails that one with a plum with two points for Bricky Rangers. No score yet for a Gunla. We're just gone one and a half minutes. And Robert Treedham with the puck <coughs> out. Is he going to go short? Indeed, no. Robert goes long, places the ball out the wing, looking for uh, Colin out towards the far side of the field, looking for uh, Denny Conan. The ball breaks out. We're in the, here in the middle of the field. The ball is back with uh, Rory Skelly. Skelly hits a lovely low ball up into the corner. Here's Conan. Conan with his pop pass gets the ball, looking for the corner for Garrow Cheedy. Garrow Cheedy, but the ball goes in over the head towards Johnny Cooney and Johnny Cooney leaves it to Max Lou. Max Lou's pass is half blocked down but who's there Ollie Walsh gives it out to the wing back and here's Brown and Brown doesn't stand on ceremony drives this ball into the corner looking for the corner forward Josh Veal and Veal Josh is on taking out Adam Sheedy he's gone around Adam Sheedy he's coming in around the corner here's Josh but Sheedy like a good, good cornerback gets back he hits the ball back out to Mikey Henlon Mikey Henlon going shooting off his right hand side this is going across the goals is it going to stay in play indeed it goes Robert Treeland patrols that one out over the inland out wide an impressive start from Bricky Rangers, Pat. Yeah, Barry the wing back seems to be a direct man. He sent up two long balls up there to secretly trouble the defence of Ogunlo. Uh, the first point they got was kind of more of a football uh, influence. A lot of lads looking around to find passes all around, lads running and things, and they got a point that way. So they can play it both ways. And uh, Ogunlo are in for the challenge here, but they just need to get the first goal now and settle down. And Canaan gives the ball back to Rory. Rory gives it back out to the midfielder. The midfielder is Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. Aaron drops this one in. Is he dropping over? That's a tremendous reply from Aaron Fitzgerald <coughs> Bradley and a score that Ogunlo needed, but it's the first time. John McKinnon of Robert Reed and Winchart out to Peter <coughs> English and he was able to switch the play across Yeah I think that um, it, they, they'll have to go with the options because physically I think uh, Ricky Rangers might have it uh, the advantage and that puck out comes from Shalou out directly out the middle of the field. Up goes the midfielder, Mark Cummins. Cummins gets the ball down. Uh-huh. He comes down to O'Connell, but he's picked off the ground there by uh, Adam Conan <coughs> and a free in for a Bricky Ranger, 65, yeah. 65 metres out. I'd have to say he, he more nearly thought picking it off the ground now that the rope he made on the ball, let's say, was, was, did, was it within a half a millimetre of his finger, but the ref was only too happy to give it. I think he, he didn't go near picking it, thought uh, and to change his mind. And I'd say if there was any contact made, it was only the merest caress. Yeah, indeed, Conor Dyle is the ref from uh, Tip of the Dorn. Here comes O'Connell which is 65 metre free. This one seems to be tailing in tailing but he's tailing directly inside the left hand post. Gohoran dressed non uh, Bricky Rangers three Colini uh, two O'Connelly uh, Cooley in the one and Robert Dreelan with a puck a mock here. Here time gone. Just gone four minutes here in the first half. Dreelan going long as Bricky Rangers show up <coughs> and not alone. That shot puck out. Hits it out towards Canaan and Rory Skelly but up goes the, the who's it's the cornerback he's Connor feeling feeling coming out for Bricky Rangers as in their white jersey. It's a brown ground ball go down towards Mikey Henlon. Mikey gets out in front of Noah Sheedy. Here comes Mikey. He's taking on Noah and at every opportunity they're beginning to take on the player. Here comes Mikey Henlon. But good play by, by Sheedy. Gets in. Uh, Sheedy right. used his football skills. We talk about Bricky Rangers being the football skill. And uh, for, there's a hand injury there for one of the O'Gunla players. His number 14 is Conor Fitzgerald Bradley. But that's gone out to the left hand side and gone wide. A let off there uh, from uh, Josh Whelan. Veal of a wide ball there for um, uh, Bricky Rangers and a Pokemon here for Robert Reedan. And Robert has been the busier of the keeper so far, no doubt about that. Uh, Noah Sheedy Noah is dropped here by Josh and the shot puck out goes astray here comes this be what a, a shot and good recovery in fairness from the cornerback Sheedy gets it out to Kylie Kylie the fullback gets it out to Peter English Peter English the, so the referee is the son of Michael Dyle the former tip manager which means he's a grandson of the man who ha- holds eight All-Ireland medals John Dyle it's Philip Walsh coming up from Holy Cross in Tipperary good there play there by Ogunla and the ball he's gone in in over the top towards Henry Vaughan Henry in towards Gerard Gerard who really and here he comes Gerard Sheedy here's a 
shot from Garoshidi. That's a good save by the goalkeeper. Off his hurley. Go hard and dress now. Garoshidi, first ball he's got in. John Dangerous took on his men over it, the bar. It, it looks it looks like this. If Ogunla can get their hands on the ball, they could have the hurling to beat these boys in inside. <coughs> and uh, I think Vahan and, and Garoj could uh, play a huge part in it yet. Yeah, and that puck out goes long down the middle, down the top of Quinn and Tom O'Connell. Their ba battle is going to have a major bearing. The ball comes out to Owen Barry. Owen Barry gives it back to the men sitting back in the in the scuba door position. That's the centre back, Philip Walt. He hits the ball across out to the midfielder. The midfielder is O'Grady. O'Grady gives it out to O'Connell, but out to the midfielder Cummins and Quinn came in and arrested it there. Back out, out to Rory. Rory Skelly puts the ball up to the midfielder. Aaron Fisher Bradley. He has one pint on the board already. Is he going to get a chance for another one? He's going out in the wrong direction from O'Connell's point of view. But the ball is recovered by the cornerback is Connor Feeling. Tackles going in hard here. It's a, a good open game here. Out to the midfielder. The midfielder is O'Grady getting on a bit of ball. That shot from O'Grady. Is it going to travel? Go hard and dress now. Indeed, it does travel. Go hard and dress now. Pat McNamara, their shooting is exemplary. Their shooting is good and the striking around the field is good as well. The, uh, most of the deliveries uh, are, you know, they're just they're good strikers at the ball. Uh, they might have some of them football players, but I'll tell you one thing. Their holding skills haven't been uh, uh, lessened in any degree by that, but they're full of running and a uh, physical team as well. And uh, Gundlow when they're playing the ball around playing it well but you know if you, if you lose the first control if you lose your first touch control against these guys and they're in for the tackle, it's hard to recover it. So you've got to just keep that control, first touch right. And if that are going to do that, it looked like they could get a run on them and tap over a few points themselves. But yeah, uh, there's a small bit of a, uh, There's an incident over on the far side where Aaron Fisher Bradley has lost his helmet. He's looking for a replacement. Racement helmet. There's a blood sub on. <coughs> it looks Keen like Fischer, it's Keen Fisher Bradley's gone off with the blood sub. And Paul, Paul McGee is the man that has been introduced, the uh, son of Dr. Connor, and his sister played a, a star game yesterday for Scarafa Gunlow as they regained their senior Camogie championship. The referee is going to have a word here with, with the midfielder, Mark Cummins. There was a coming together of Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley and um, and Cummins and he's now having a, a word, a little slight word there with um, with Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. But look, we're good to go again. Referee in the Parker, he goes short. Robert goes short to Barry Kiley. Kiley looking out for Peter English, yeah. but Peter's going to be closed down. <coughs> Peter being closed down here by Owen Barry. English goes to ground, ball getting the ball into oh, Noah Sheedy. Noah Sheedy is up again, two players. Does well. And does it just the sub, yep, he's on, then ball comes out. Here comes this man, Josh Wheelanveal. And here comes Wheelanveal. A shot from Wheelanveal is, the, I'd say, there's a tail in that one. Looks like he's gone to the left hand side. But indeed, the umpire has gone to put up the flag. John McKenna, oh, top from our position. I thought it was white, right, but. It oh, looked white from here. It looked white from here. But more concerned for Ogunlo is that Peter English, you know. Absolutely. He got a, 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 a fairly severe a challenge, a perfectly fair challenge, may, may, may I add, uh, from, the, from Josh Wheelanveal. The ball broke through, but. <coughs> <laughs> attention being called and you can see even from the referee at these early stages uh, Pat uh, he's going to let it go I'm just wondering if Peter's feelings hurt more than maybe physically because you know the ball was played out to him from the short puck out he just lost the first control and your man wheeling wheeler is it uh, give him a little dunt alright uh, just as he was trying to control it but uh, I think maybe maybe it was a, a pride was hurt as much as himself but thankfully he's back on his feet again Peter English is a vital, vital cog in this team so good to see him back up yeah and a good puck out there from Dreel and he's getting good into the puck out but the ball has been picked up by the man who's staying back in the centre back position is, is the centre back is Philip Walsh a foul throw and did you know that referee came over in front, <coughs> front of us um, Connor Dyle and there's no doubt when you he's a, he's <laughs> Dyle oh, he, he, he's one of that Holy Cross crew alright there's no doubt no doubt about that and it's a free in uh, for Ogunlo Garochidi making his way out nonchalantly out here to the 40 metre line um, you know to, to put over the free it's 5 points for Ricky Rangers it's 2 points uh, for Ogunlo at this broadcast brought to you in association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long uh, Construction and here comes Garod Garod 
photos for them. Michael gave great service to O'Gunlo and, on, and, and, and still does it off the field. He's also <coughs> goalkeeping coach uh, here uh, with the O'Gunlo squad and this year. Here comes Garrod. One pint from play to the board to his name already. Can he narrow the deficit here in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Ridge in this Munster Club quarterfinal? Garrod strikes it. Garrod does he strike it? He strikes it very well indeed. He's back to a two-point game, five points to three. And Pat, as John said, if O'Gunlo are going to make hay here or make progress, they have to get the ball into Garrochidi. Well, sure, Garrod has to be involved. We know what he can do. Super, super final last in, in the Clare final a couple of weeks back. And uh, you know, just need him on the ball, but maybe it isn't always easy to get the ball in central position either. Sometimes we wonder if he was given a roving role, maybe and given a bit of freedom. But uh, look, at having said that, now he scored a couple of points early on, so that'll settle him down, and they'll just want to get into the game. But look at O'Gunlo well in the game. But Bricky Rain is there. No slouches. This team is reasonably impressive so far earlier. They're looking quite good. Yeah, they're a mobile team, big physical team of mobile team, and that shot goes from the pass out to Cormac O'Grady, and Cormac found the right hand side of the post out and wide, and a puck out from the busy uh, Robert Treeland. What's Robert going through? He went short with the last one, but Bricky Rangers are shov- shoving up, and they seem to have. have is he going to try and go over with Peter English? It's with a head, with, in the conditions that's in it, it's hard to go <coughs> with the shot puck out. Ball up. McGee lets it down to Canaan. Here comes Canaan. Can Canaan pop this ball in, but the players are out the field. Gets the ball back to Bradley. Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley this is a lovely striker the ball it comes in Sheedy has it here comes Sheedy he has turned his man Garrod Sheedy a shot Garrod is in a goal from them gentlemen Garrod Sheedy come at the hour come at the young man John McKenna a vital score for a gun look. He, he read it well I think uh, Aaron might have been shooting for a pint but Garrod crossed the goals just at the right time got a block on it kept it in play and the cornerback missed it but Garrod Garrod uh, made a count. He had a fair bit to do. He had a fair bit to do. To uh, I, think I think, I think in fairness, it's a top class goal. Mm. And I do think Fitzgerald <coughs> Bradley credit. I think he was playing it in. We'll have to give him his juice. <coughs> One, three to five points. That could be a game changer. The puck out from Schlu comes down towards Cummins. Oh, Cummins is a strong fielder. Took a heavy challenge there from Colin Quinn. He's found by Colin Quinn. And indeed, Danny Cunhead making uh, his. Making his, his appearance there also is it there's a sub on there is it 27 I'd say is that Brian Kinney I don't know if that's going to be Brian Kinney's on is it is it Keane Fisher Bradley I'd say it's coming back on again for it it far far Faro Gunlo it's a free <coughs> it's right in the middle of the field going to be taken by the number 11 it's it's Tom yeah. Tom O'Connor. Yeah, indeed, it is uh, Tom O'Connell and Keane Fitzgerald Bradley going to come back on uh, the field for O'Gunlo here comes O'Connell O'Connell drills this one drills it. Straight and through over the bar, we are back level pegging one goal and three to six points. He's not allowed on the jersey, I think, is he? I'm not too sure. There's, 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 there's a dispute here at the table in front of us at the third, second, next official. Bureau, the bureau, bureaucratical rubbish, decision here. Rubbish, yeah. yeah. And here's the ball out to Noah. Noah Sheedy doesn't, or out to Adam Sheedy. Adam puts the ball up towards Paul McGee. Great work blocked down by McGee. Here comes me. This is a lively operator's McGee. But he's blocked down, maybe turned into the challenge. But he gets back. He tries to hold up Niall Brown. Gets the ball into the midfield. The midfield of the Cormac O'Grady. O'Grady <coughs> gets this ball in towards the full forward. This Conor Whelan. Whelan gets out in front of Barry Kiley. But Kiley is a... T- is it is it is a tough teak tough defender and Kylie does very well. Ooh. He's in instead of the in, in, in Barry who had a great game in midfield in the county final can back full back instead of uh, the injured John O'Brien the teak tough John O'Brien but hopefully he'll be back hopefully to play a player. The ball comes out to the wing forward. The wing forward is on Barry. Barry shoots and um, from here that's a tremendous stick shot from the stick of Owen Owen, Owen Barry uh, over the bar. Go and dress now and Bricky Rangers go back into the lead. Bricky Rangers seven points or go to one goal and three. You know, the efficiency of Bricky Rangers, Pat, they, they, they are a formidable outfit. Well, again, every one of them striking the ball is very assured. That went straight over the black spot there by, by the wing forward from a, a poor enough clearance. Uh, 
and there wasn't a question about the, the, the direction of it and their, their backs are clearing ball well as well so these lads can strike well and, 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 and win ball in the air as well so serious opponents and as uh, they're going along maybe probably playing second fiddle around that's why Garochi this goal was so so important but they're going to be playing second fiddle I think in the middle third yeah and indeed the ball comes out to the, the, the wing forward here's the wing forward this lad number 10 he's got on a lot of ball that's Barry he gives it back out to Niall Brown and Niall Brown just drives his ball towards Mikey Henlon but no Ashidi does the right thing as a cornerback get out in front but the ball comes out to the wing forward it's John Morrissey John has been quiet John has been quiet John is still very quiet as that goes out to the left hand side and gone wide as we were speaking about the efficiency of their shooting and unfortunately John that went wide for John but I tell you Ogundo are just going to have to sharpen up that bit it's one goal and three for Ogundo <coughs> seven points for Bricky Rangers that's a one point lead for Bricky Rangers 13 and a half minutes gone here the puck out from Robert goes short but it's going to be picked up by O'Connell this is not the man you want to be leaving free gives the ball into the full forward Whelan Whelan just takes his two strides but again I tell you we have put the kibosh in here and a, a, a couple of a couple, them. a couple of missed chances there John without doubt but I don't know O'Gunnell seem to be a bit flat at the moment uh, they're leaving they're, they're not marking ties at the back and here comes Adam Sheedy Adam breaks the tackle and, and he's going to be pulled for a third, third catch indeed yeah, three catches I, I wasn't too sure but about the first one but he did take he took the touch on the hurley but one thing about Bricky yeah, Bricky Rangers is that they're not going to not going to let you out without uh, you know every man is not getting a chance on the ball pet like Adam has come out Adam had a great con a match at cornerback in the county final finding it a bit tougher today sticking to his task but not getting the chance to break out with that ball too easy no uh, good pressure behind there by the corner forward and that's the kind of a team they are they're, they're up for the game and they're you know they're very physical and they're very competitive and as I said an impressive team but uh, I'm going to lose will in it but uh, they're just not maybe they're not just winning enough ball in the middle third to deliver good ball to the forwards get all cheaties kind of you know apart from the goal he's got a goal in the point that shows his class but he's not even been brought nearly enough into the game because they're just not dominating their backs aren't clearing the ball to the right places and as I said the half back line simply isn't getting time on the ball so um, are there any of their backs for that matter difficult free here now for the difficult free right forward. on the side of O'Connell and that one doesn't that one doesn't come inside the post he was trying to do the Rory McElroy fade three, there three in a row but it, did, it, it didn't cut in for him the score remains seven points for Bricky Rangers one goal and three for Tua Ogunile we're approaching the first water yeah. break here and a great puck out Dreeland got I tell you he put all his Kilkenny strings into that one as the ball comes out to the middle field out to Adam Canaan here comes Canaan trying to take on the challenge for Ogunlo here he goes puts the ball up towards uh, the corner forward the corner Colin forward Hurt. as Colin Hart the ball comes off Colin back out to Canaan again and here the ball is going to break out we're on the far side of the field over in front of the Tommy Moore he's standing here 30 metres out and <coughs> line ball off the stick of Bricky Rangers or off the stick of one of the Ogunlo players it looked like Colin Hart out over the line line ball for Bricky Rangers and you know one thing Pat they talk about throwing people into the tackle but I tell you Bricky Rangers are putting some heavy hits into those tackles yeah they're serious up for the game they're serious up for the game and uh, as I said they're a very impressive team so far trying to get messages coming in the belly eight, uh, eight. Sorry, belly eight belly, belly gunner 1-8, belly A2, sorry for misreading it there, Les. thanks for the help from our colleagues there down the line, so uh, not a great start for belly A, uh, but it looks like uh, Ogunlo has made a slightly better start than that here, but they're still behind, and I would say that uh, Bricky Rangers slightly dominating the game, Ogunlo just need to get into the stride, maybe another couple of points in play from, for, for confidence would be useful, but they just got to give a better ball to their forwards, and at the moment the backs are, the half-back line for uh, Bricky Rangers is dominating fairly well. And the ball, and here's a man that's dominating, is O'Connell, O'Connell gives it to the Marauding, here is it coming, it's coming through, indeed he's here with Headland, 
Paul Fulham I tell you a lucky Lovely. respite there for uh, for Ogunlo as the Bricky Rangers you know is this going to be three from three for the Waterford clubs over Clare clubs this weekend in Munster club action Smith O'Brien's last their semi there for opening game yesterday to Dunhill by two points Bellier under pressure in the park Ogunlo keeping in touch here <coughs> in, o- in Organic Park the ball comes up to Sheedy he has it again this man is a tremendous prospect gets the ball in Carol Sheedy oh, John okay. McKenna I tell you look we have spoke about it enough times he's a young player you know he comes from a great tradition. This man is really the cream of the crop. But I tell you one thing, single-handedly here in O'Garney Park today, he's the man really taking the fight to Bricky Rangers. Keep, he's keeping the minute, and um, I think he's, he's actually, for a young fella, he's not afraid to put up that hand and catch high ball, and he's actually very good at it. So they can put the ball into him, high or low, it won't make any great difference. But um, yes, he has this, he's taken the free, and this is going to give him... Yeah, you go hard and dressed on, and we're back. We're back level pegging here in O'Garney Park as Connodile calls uh, for uh, the water break here, the first water break. So we are as we started. It's parity. It's the men from Ogunlo, one goal and four, wearing the clear jerseys today, and Bricky Rangers wearing their white white jerseys uh, here. Seven points. Pat, your thoughts at the first water break? Well, I think Ogunlo could nearly be the happier of the two teams to be level after the first quarter because you could say Bricky Rangers maybe dominated maybe the game 55-40, maybe 60-40, even in terms of position and in terms of. Uh, the amount of attacks they've had but uh, as John said what I love to see about a, a young player like Garochidi we know he has the skills and the running and the, and the striking but to go properly stand in the Forest of Hurleys and win ball uh, you know in physical you know in, physical, in tight physical situations like that against a solid team is a great test of a young lad and that's what you want to see you know Clare Hurling probably as I've often said before haven't been great in the air over, some, over the years so it's great to see young lads doing that and Know, just Garoda showing his class again today and it's fantastic he's able to follow up a brilliant performance in the county final with a great one a great first quarter here as well but uh, around the field Bricky Rangers certainly are very impressive um, they've had three or four badish enough wides there and, uh, and maybe over carry the ball when the goal was on as well but uh, you know give them half a chance and they are dangerous but uh, it's an enjoyable game it's a good standard of hurling actually overall and uh, Conditions in the bridge pitch are excellent, considering the weather has been a bit iffy lately. You know, cold and wet there, bits of all everything during the week, sleet, including the sleet. So now we've got Derek has given me some uh, short puck outs. A serious problem for uh, from uh, the uh, Ogunlo situation here is yeah, which is probably uh, true enough too. But um, you know, uh, it's all to play for. Ogunlo would be happy to be one four to seven points. I think they'll be slightly happier with the scoreline uh, going on to play so far. Yeah, and indeed, Bricky Rangers are, are meant to get this game up and running again. They're back out quick. John, look at quite happy on uh, look at Ogunlo forward line they're feeding on crumbs and look at they'll be quite happy look at thanks to Garod uh, with his goal and two points in play and one from a free to be still in touch yet. <laughs> yes I, I think Anton has gone inside the 21 they've scored so I think I think they could do with maybe bringing Henry Vaughan to centre forward and um, because he'll get he'll get possession if he doesn't do anything else he'll get possession and he'll, he'll set it all up from there but uh, they need more from the two Canans Denny is quite usually he's buzzing around the place uh, and um, getting on loads of ball but he's not getting on it today so it looks like Henry is out a little bit. They're probably bringing him out, maybe bringing him out a bit deeper, all right, John, and, and look, hoping to make more space maybe for Garod inside and, and, and for Colin Hart. But the game is going to restart with um, the puck out from, from, from Mark Shalou. Mark Shalou uh, defending the goals here, as we said, at the school end. Good puck out. Out towards Cummins. Cummins puts up the paw and the bar breaks down to O'Grady. We hadn't heard an awful lot about O'Grady, but I tell you, a, a pen pass into Morrissey. And here comes the running ball to Cummins. Cummins, who is going for the race. Here comes Rory Skelly back in his own half-back line. Good ball out the wing to, to Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. Keane Fitzgerald is pushed in the back. And that's good play. More of composed play from Ogunlo here at the start of the second quarter. It's a free. I know the man going to take this free. That man in the blue helmet 
helmet. It's Peter English. Peter, he will be looking for Garochi, the Henry Vaughan. He switches the play across looking for Vaughan. Vaughan, whose sister also played absolutely outstanding in the county Camogie final yesterday, was in line for a player of the match. Here's Henry. Gets a lovely ball out. Out to Skelly. Skelly, a shot from Skelly. Is that the lead for Gunda? Indeed, that's brilliant play from the stick <coughs> of Rory Skelly. Great play. Great leadership shown by Henry Vaughan. That's the start they wanted, John yeah, McKenna. Yeah, exactly. Exactly it. But as I said, Henry will get possession. He mightn't be the fastest man, but he's definitely the smartest man. So he'll get possession. And as you can see, he threw it out to the right man, Rory, and straight between the posts. Yeah, one goal and five now for Gunla. Seven points for Bricky Rangers. And the ball is poked out by Aishalou out to the midfield. On the midfielder, this man is O'Grady. He gets the ball out to Brown. Brown does not stand on ceremony. Gets the ball into this lad is, going, this lad is dangerous. No, Adam Sheedy having his hands full with Connor Wheel and Veal. But Sheedy does well. Gives the ball back out to O'Connell. O'Connell does a bit of a sidestep to Peter English. And the ball comes back into Veal. Veal, this man is going running direct. He's gone away from Colm Quinn. Here comes Veal, shot into Hurley. But Quinn, Quinn is a formidable defender. And he does well. The former All-Ireland man who won an All-Ireland with McClare in 2009. New to the O'Gunlo colours by Tillowanding. He has brought great strength and, st and stability to that O'Gunlo defence. And shown great leadership there. And here comes the man who's also playing very well at number three, Barry Kiley. Now O'Gunlo beginning to play. Hand heads up, Hurley gets all out to Peter. Peter drives it up into the air, looking for Henry. Where's Henry? But it's Sheedy who's out there. And Sheedy has the ball again, but it's going to be cut off by Philip Walsh. And you can see the vermin he moved towards the ball that time. There was bodies after him, and there's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, they might not have known about Garo Sheedy before now, John, but the very minute he moved to the ball there, there was three or four white jerseys yeah, out after was, him. It was, well, it was well bunched up uh, when that ball landed, and he didn't get much space to try and do one. And they're not, they're not going to leave him one-on-one -on -one with his marker. I think they're going to make sure there's at least two or three around him. If he does get position, they might, might be able to bottle him up. Yeah, and there was, I think, a couple of Ockler in the wrong direction there in the in the words uh, uh, for that Conor Doyle wasn't wasn't happy with. And we got in fairness, Tom O'Connell is taking or Tom O'Connell, the centre forward, uh, is taking it back. The the linesman has taken him back. I thought that the referee had brought the the play the play up front, <coughs> but here is the centre back is Philip Walsh and O'Connell making his way back up into the half forward. I know where he is uh, most effective. Here's Walsh. This is going to drop down around the 21. The ball dropping right on that 21 metre line in towards Mikey Henlon. Henlon and puts up the hurley, but the ball is cut out because great catch there by Adam Canaan. Canaan is playing well, gets the ball out to Skelly. Skelly is the ball flicked away by Connor Phelan. Connor Phelan is the cornerback, he gives the ball out to Mikey Henlon. Mikey is out from the corner forwards, and here's Mikey cutting in. Mikey hitting the ball off the hurley. This is a dangerous ball in the top of Robert Dreeland. Dreeland puts up and a safe catch for Dreeland, and he launches it. It's one goal and nine. Aina Kildamona, a one nine to one eight. On far drum an inch are the Munster Club Camogie champions. I read it. I thought it was 1-8 uh, to 9 points. I was going to say congratulations to Aina Kildamona. Uh, apologies, the eyesight not the very best here uh, here in O'Garney Park, <laughs> Park today. But the ball is cut down, down towards the corner forward. And the ball, this corner forward is Mikey Henlon. Maybe he hasn't great speed, has brilliant hands. But good play there by Barry Kiley. Gets the ball out here to Noah Sheedy. Noah, who has really turned it into the game here in O'Garney Park. The Sheedy's really doing their best. The ball comes up to the Garrod is now out from his uh, out from his corner forward full forward position. We are here in front of the dugout, 30 meters out. But the ball comes out. It comes out with Brown. Brown gives it back to that lad. Philip Walsh. He just sits back in the pocket, getting the ball down here for Connor and uh, Adam Sheedy. I tell you, he wasn't your man, but the corner forward wasn't going catching that one. Ooh. He gives it back to Colum Quinn. Colum gives a shoulder and gets this ball. He's really old style. Great control by Sheedy. Sheedy's touch is immaculate. Sheedy's touch is absolutely mm. impeccable. Pat McNamara. He was brilliant in the county final. He was. Easy 
equally impressive for Scarif O'Gunler in the under 21A victory over Clare Castle last Sunday and I tell you one thing he's turning on an exhibition here uh, look I get to follow the county final up display with it, uh, with, with, by confirming his class today outstanding control of the ball just a serious threat they know it. they had to foul him there and he's just put another free and hopefully he can put it over but the two might vital interventions for Colin Quinn in the last three minutes there a great hook on the on the lively car forward with a double name wheel and veal and then a shoulder of his opponent there and a driven the ball up to, to win this, this free so Colin Quinn showing all his power and his experience there and here comes Gerard with his free can he nail this one is this one indeed unfortunately for Gerard he's human after all and that one just tails out to the left hand post Ogunlo still in the lead by Colleen Iwan. It's 1-5 for Ogunlo. Seven points for Bricky Rangers. 23 and a half minutes gone here in this first half of a very entertaining Munster Club Junior Championship quarter-final. The puck out comes from Shalou. Shalou hits it straight down the middle looking for John Morrissey. The ball breaks down but it's picked up by Sean Kickers. Sean has been quiet in this game so far but Sean now trying to take on the challenge of Tom O'Connell. Not it. Oh, Tom O'Connell shows a dual club with a lovely pick up there that if it was done in the middle of the summer there'd be a lot of people. English sweeping across from wing back this is a very underrated hurler is English gets the ball out and Hiller Sean won't be playing wrong with this one and he doesn't he drives it up the field looking for Adam Canaan looking for Garod Garod but he pops it off to Denny here comes Denny the team captain is this a point from Denny Canaan unfortunately no. gone out to the right and left hand side again and gone wide couple of chances gone to Bacon John they could do it putting him over one, that was one I was surprised with Denny that he didn't stay going because he he, uh, he had taken it on the run and I think he'd have had the legs on them if he stayed, if he just put the head down and stayed going chance missed yeah chance missed the puck out from Shalou, he's hitting it out towards this side, towards Conor Whelan, who's now out, one man up, English goes, but the ball breaks down to Carter, Carter, Barry, the ball in towards the corner for Mikey Henlon, Barry Kiley does well, went up one hand, kept his eye on the ball, but it breaks to John Morrissey, John Morrissey, Noah Sheedy in there, Noah Sheedy trying to get him out, Kiley, in fairness to Kiley, he's doing well at full back, and here comes Noah Sheedy breaking out, this lad is an uncompromising, uh, that's a great brown ball for Sheedy, old style hurling from, I tell you, his uncle Anthony Sheedy often hit balls off from full back out like that, I tell you, he'd proud of that one the ball goes in from the stick of Carter Barry out to the right hand side and gone wide John an old style pull but I tell you it's effective it, 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 and it needed to be done right in front of the goals on the 21 it, had, it was a ball that had to be cleared he was under a bit of pressure but got the job done and I tell you, whatever Dreeland had at the water break, I tell you, has worked because his puck outs are, are really booming down the field now. The ball is out to the midfield. Look, it's Mark Cummins. Here comes Cummins for uh, for Bricky Rangers, going in the wrong direction from their point of view. But it goes back to the man who's sitting in the pocket at all times. It's Walsh, and now they Walsh on the way back. He turns, switched this ball left-handed. It's going to find Daniel Canaan. Canaan catches the ball ahead of Carter Barry. Gives the ball <coughs> out to Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. He's at a direct shot from Bradley. And a shot, a tremendous score from the stick of Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. Ogunlo, uh, Pat McNamara are beginning to find their range. Yeah, Keane Fitzgerald has hit two great points uh, there from distance. Look, looks like a man that, you know, if you could just get him, give him an old hand pass around the middle of the field, if he's halfway loose at all, he'd pop him over. Uh, good work inside, he's about to put pressure on the clearance there by the forwards. So the, once the, you know, the Gunlow forwards, we know they're skillful and they're, they've got pace, but they also need to work really hard and put pressure on the backs. And the more do, they do that, the more they're likely to win bad clearances in midfield and end up with a score as they did there. One goal and six to seven points, and the ball breaks out to a fellow who's had an impressive start. He's Owen Barry, here's Owen Barry, he's looking for support. He gives the ball out to the full forward. The full forward is Connor Whelan. Whelan gives it back to John Morrissey. John is blocked down. Gives it back. Whelan is back out foraging again for Bricky Ranger. He goes to ground. He's looking for the free. But he gives into the number 10. The number 10 is Barry. He gives <coughs> it to the midfielder. It's Carmack O'Grady. O'Grady shoots. Gohar and Dresnan. We're back to the minimum of reach. It's one goal and six uh, for Ogunlo. Eight points for Bricky Rangers. John Oh, Bricky Rangers, a big team, but they're very, very athletic. They're athletic and loads of running off the ball. They've now moved Tom O'Connell to fourth 
into 14. The square, which could uh, spell trouble if ball goes in there, but... Here's a man that could spell trouble. The ball is with Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. He's playing very well at wing forward for Ogunlo. Switches the play across into the midfield to the team captain, Denny. Denny with a lovely flick in in here for uh, number 18 as Hart and Hart just turns and strikes. Go hard and dressing on. I tell you one thing, Pat, you often say about direct play, but I tell you, Colin just didn't stand in <coughs> ceremony. Go hard and dressing on. Ogunlo back into a two-point lead. One goal and seven to eight points. Yeah, the shooting boots are on now and I mean, they're all feeling confident shooting now. They've had a couple of you know silly wides, but you get that in every half of a game. You know, every team will have wides... Uh, that you don't maybe expect to have it, they're all human but uh, you're going to look shooting very well now just you know fighting the one hand pass sometimes just one pan, hand pass is enough not to kind of take too much out of a move to get the shot in over, over the bar as fast as you can and the ball breaks <coughs> out of English and that energy seems to get kind of be drained there from Ricky Rangers and the ball comes into Garo Chidi who's now been picked up by Niall Brown Chidi turns off the far side is that a tremendous strike from Chidi unfortunately over gone out to the right left hand side <coughs> once again and gone wide but Garo leading the Ricky Rangers defence and Mary Dance as we're gone 27 and a half minutes Ogundo the Clare champions one goal and seven Bricky Rangers the champions of Port Lauriga eight points 20, 28 minutes now gone and Mark Chalou taking his time in the goals whatever bit of a breeze maybe is probably favouring two Ogunilla here Ernson Caitla puck him out Mark Chalou down the middle looking for Cummins Cummins but the ball is broken away but here the ball comes to Carter or to Owen Barry Owen Barry I'm not too sure if number five is his brother you'd imagine there must be some connection the ball breaks out to Cummins Denny going in the wrong direction or uh, yeah, Denny going to end going the wrong direction but he recovers well and flicks away one hand up to the, num the number 19 is Jack Lombard Lombard is Philip Watt but great pick up by Sheedy again he's now out around the half forward line foraging deep for ball he's gone to ground and they're not going to give him any chance whatsoever as they swarm around him it's one goal and seven to eight points this broadcast brought you association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction there's a throw in 50 metres out right in the centre of the park here uh, Conor Dye with the ball in hand going thrown in the ball I think it was a, one of the throw-in experts he's maybe tuned into us here today is Maura Sheedy from Ogunlomar we hope all is well with you and the ball is out with the wing back the wing back is Brown Brown doesn't get a chance to clear this one here he comes he gets the ball out there's always a player available and he pops this ball in to Mikey Mikey, Mikey Henlon Mikey trying to take on Peter English not, a, not an easy thing to do here comes Mikey going through he shot but blocked, right, blocked down by Noah Sheedy and Noah Sheedy gets the ball he comes in to Quinn here comes Quinn the centre back gets the ball <coughs> and Mikey Henlon hasn't got up after that challenge the ball is out with the midfielder Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley Aaron looking it in towards for Garrod again Garrod has it caught again over the head of Philip Walt and Garrod is brought to ground but he's playing the advantage to Henry Henry Vaughan goal for Agullo Henry Vaughan but I tell you one thing who made it again only Garrod Sheedy a uh, brilliant uh, creation of the goal by Sheedy took a knock but got the flick away and, and, and uh, the full forward he made a great job of it to finish it because it was a little bit of pressure on flicked it in and good advantage by the referee we have to give sensible advantage Leo he was just about to blow for the free but saw the ch goal chances coming great use of the advantage what a goal and what a time to get what it what a time and I think he might have blown yeah, I, I think, think he might I think he, I think he might have blown uh, here as well John McKinnon my co our co-analyst here agrees but he, he, he did and he's coming around the commentary uh, position <coughs> here that he did blow but he gave, he, he allowed play on the and here are now yeah. can they really press home the advantage this will create a great ball from Queen Sheed Henry Vaughan is inside again the goal scorer and the ball comes in and Chalou is playing around with this one as Garol Sheedy is going to close him down it's 2-7 for Ogunlo 8 points for Bricky Rangers Bricky Ranger who started impressively but Ogunlo slowly but surely have reeled him in and the ball comes <coughs> out to Whelan Whelan is the full forward he's a big strike
strong man gets the ball out to Mark Cummins what's going to be replied from half before half time this ball is hit in for O'Connell and Henlon the ball breaks down and the ball two minutes to it here comes Henlon he's gone in Barry Kiley a shot a goal for Bricky Rangers and I tell you you're never only at your most dangerous John when you give away when you score a goal and that that's a marvellous reply from Bricky Rangers uh, from Mikey Henlon not what O'Connell wanted John not, not what O'Connell needed um, especially as the two minutes go up for uh, at a time left left in this half it was it wasn't the time to concede but you're right one goal for Gunlo and straight back fair play to Bricky 2-7-2-1-8 in the park and no Gunlo they need to get a reply <coughs> before half time and it's that man Sheedy and the posse come on top of him it's like uh, they're out after him of his chance the ball comes out here's the man I think to me who's causing a lot of her problems it's it's Owen Barry he's winning a lot of ball wing forward driving up Henlon oh I tell you no side pull he wasn't going litten and the ball here he comes he's only a bit of a stick here he comes again it's Henlon Henlon with a shot another goal I tell you one thing and look at the bit of a hurley he has Brendan Ma uh, I tell you John he stood back it was an old old style pull on that wall with, with Noah Sheedy but the support was, was, was slow in coming in now what a game turnaround in a number of <coughs> moments 2-8 for Bricky Rangers 2-7 for Ogunlo no, absolutely a disaster from, from Ogunlo's point of view and the ball is out. Uh, Robert Dreenan's puck out. Goes out to Robert or uh, Philip Walsh. Line ball for Ogunlo. Pat Ogunlo need to get something out of the, out of here in, on the scoreboard again before well, half time. They should not go behind by half time if they can help it at all. They probably have a minute to organise a score here if they can. A point will do just to go in and be level because they have enough hurling done to be leading the game. But I uh, can't see the two. We can't see the two bad goals. There were two well finished goals and we have to give that. But uh, maybe they should just have maybe pulled it out for an old 21 yard free and take a yellow for the team. Maybe a bit earlier before the move. But let's the goal. But look at uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a really good game of hurling that's uh, another thing to be said if you're a neutral we're not neutral here at the table if you were it's a fantastic game of junior, junior hurling and uh, you know we, we just hope no, good luck and just steady it up and get another score before half time that's a great ball in from, in from Skelly he goes in he comes in towards Garrod but the posse is after him and it's Conor Whelan on this occasion the cornerback Turns back into his own goal. He's blocked down by, by Sheedy. Henry Vahantos comes in to... Uh, indeed, it's uh, out for a, fort, a 65. I'm only going to say 45. 45 in the brain since uh, that win for Scarif O'Connor <coughs> yesterday down there in Brawford. But it's a, fort, a 65 and a chance uh, for... Is a Garou Chidi who I uh, take will be entrusted with this uh, 40 or uh, 65 meter free to hopefully bring back this game to parity as we go into halftime. John, one goal is a, is, is, is a soccer punch, two is a killer blow. Two, two the second one was uh, definitely a killer blow. I think uh, Mikey Hanlon realised what uh, what Noah was doing with high ball. Noah wasn't sparing anyone in the air. He was just first time and everything. And Mikey just stood back and let fly, and there was no ball cleared. And that was that was one of the goals. But in fairness, with, as you said, a bit of a hurley. Uh, the second one was finished finished quite well. I don't know what happened with Robert in the goals. He he seemed to come out of them. I thought a bit too early, but he was gone to ground and look, it was well finished into the side of the, into the side of the goal. So uh, give John may have to give credit to goalie. It was just right inside inside the post, and whatever you're going to beat the goalie, keep it inside the post, make it as difficult as possible for him. But in fairness, Dreeland has had a very good year. He had a marvelous county final the Leicester, so no blame attached on this occasion. It's the centre forward, our corner forward, wearing the number eleven. It's Garo Chidi. Can he bring it parity here into half time? It's two goals and eight to two goals and seven. Chidi loves this, and I think this is parity. And indeed, no, unfortunately, no. the wrong, the wrong right. umpire is making his way across. <coughs> we are going. It's half time here in 
um, O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. The linesman, yeah, is he calling half time? The linesman is going in. And indeed, it is half time here in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. The half time score Bricky Rangers, Osport Larigate, two goals and eight points. Two O'Garnilla, Osconte and Clare, two goals and seven. Pat McNamara. Yeah, they'll be disappointed to go in a point down. Now, a point is nothing in hurling, as we know, but psychologically, conceding two goals before half time can have a massive effect on a team. The team that gets them goes in full of confidence. The team that just concedes them kind of say, look at after all our hard work, we're behind, and it, it does put doubts in your mind. But look at, again, a single point. O'Gunnell have done enough good hurling to show they can score on these lads, but these lads have forwards that can score also. They're a determined, solid team. They went through an iffy period there, maybe after the second, after the first water break there for five or six minutes when O'Gunnell seemed to be in full control of the game. But uh, they can back into it again have been have been pressed me so there's nothing between these teams very hard to call it now we're all hoping for another gunlow uh second half towards Gordon by, by a point or two to, to get the win, by a couple of points to get the win but uh, it's going to be certainly a challenge and uh, you know it might depend on the bench now as well whatever team has a, a couple of less to bring in to make a difference but uh, super game of hurling and a very entertaining game uh, lo- lovely to hear watching it and we just wish O'Gunlow just uh, get their act together on the second half. Yeah and indeed John you know Pat, Pat talks about <coughs> the bench and unfortunately for O'Gunlow you know definitely the loss of John O'Brien and Hart has been significant here in O'Garney Park today. It is because the likes of Adam Canaan and Colin Hart, especially with Colin Hart's turn of pace, um, him coming in now for a second half would make a huge difference. He's not, uh, he's not having a huge part to play in this game. I think Bricky, in fairness, they probably have more players involved. Um, like you couldn't nearly name all their forwards are in the, involved in the game. They're two midfielders. They, they seem to be getting on more ball. More players getting on more ball. But I, I think uh, O'Gunnar are a bit loose. Um, they're, they're leaving it a bit open, and then the, the bit of football coming from the Bricky side, running off the ball, seems to be there for them and the O'Gunnell lads aren't following the, the runner but there's no doubt O'Gunnell have, have, their, have their match and I suppose the way Bricky started the game I suppose they'll be saying well look at we deserve to be a point a, up a, maybe a point up or at least level and then the way that, like they had the first quarter O'Gunnell probably had the second quarter but those two goals inside in injury time were, were the, the, the soccer punches for, for O'Gunnell. Indeed, John, you know, looking at the standard of the game, it's a very entertaining, very uh, you know, yeah. especially if you're a neutral, you know, a very entertaining game, and it's up it's up and a large number of notches from the clear campaign. You know, O'Gunnell are going to find out an awful lot more about themselves today, and they're going to find out a lot more about the team themselves going going forward uh, as a result of this encounter. Correct. Um, and as you can see with the, the Bricky lads, they, <coughs> they, they, they're all fine hurlers, every single one of them, but it's the physicality as well that, that, that they're bringing to it. Every one of them are able to hold their own and um, maybe Ogunlo might have had an advantage against Crushing where they may probably had a bit of fitness or a bit of speed that maybe Crushing didn't have and that, that it told. But here, it's just going to go down. The better Hurland team is going to win this one and uh, well, let's, see, let's see in the second half now who's, who's that going to be. Yeah, and indeed, that's the question that's been asked at halftime here. At halftime, as we're going to take our break here from O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge, at halftime, it's Bricky Rangers from Waterford, two goals and seven. Ogunlo, two goals and seven. Or two goals and eight for Bricky Rangers, two goals and seven for Ogunlo. Please come back and join us for the second half. And you're very welcome back here to O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the second half of this Munster Junior Club Championship quarterfinal. At the interval, it's two goals and eight to Bricky Rangers, two goals and seven to Ogunlo. The umpires are making their way back there. A bit slow coming back after that half-time cup of tea and, and, and Sambo as they make their way down to the goals at the Kilmorian where Marshallou is defending their goals uh, for uh, Bricky Rangers. Robert Treeland above at the Kilmore at the school end here uh, for the second half. I'm not sure, no changes as of yet. Uh, Connor Dyle, the referee, has turned in the ball and the game is on and it's with the midfielder. 
Cummins. Here comes Cummins and a nearly free for Bricky Rangers. A kind of a lazy challenge by Adam Canaan there. It's a free uh, for uh, Bricky Rangers. And Tom also called Tom, the number 11, making his way out. You know, John, even though it's only 30 seconds on, you're given the initiative it to Bricky Rangers straight away, John. Yeah, straight away. O'Gunlow needed to win that throw in and go on the attack, put him on the back foot for, for the very start of it, but it looks like now they have the opportunity to go two, <coughs> two ahead. O'Gunlow made a few positional switches. Rory has gone in into the full forward line. Aaron Bradley has left midfield and Colin Hart has gone to midfield. And here has Tom O'Connell and Tom O'Connell is striking and Tom O'Connell's strike is gone that out to the right hand side. So a let off for two O'Gunilla and Robert Treelan with the puck out here coming for O'Gunlo. That's a let off. Uh, Tom who now is a lovely striker of a ball. It's two eight. As the darkness begins <coughs> to descend here on O'Garney Pair. Good puck out from Treelan. Down on top of uh, Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley, but it breaks down to John Morrissey. John the worker gives it back in, but he's robbed by Rory Skelly. And who is the man? Only Philip Walsh. This man has a he's a lot of leather here. And the ball, great block down there by Sean Kick. John Kickers goes to ground but he's been being challenged by Mark Cummins but he gets the ball into Aaron Aaron who got a point in the first half he takes on the challenge of the cornerback the cornerback is feeling feeling he gets the ball off here to a good ball in for the Adam Canaan Canaan gets the ball in but it's into the safe oh and Chalou turned the ball up and he was very nearly beaten there by uh, Henry Vaughan he comes <coughs> out to Peter Peter should be capable of scoring this one and indeed the ball from Peter is Gohar and Dresnor real level picking Pat McNamara that's just what O'Gunnell wanted and Peter English with a tremendous strike from 65 metres Gohar and Dresnor Peter English is a fine horse since he was a young lad might be slightly le less tight marking wing back but I tell you one give him a chance to shoot from 60, 70 maybe 80 metres he'll put it over lovely strike and just exactly what a good wanted. Yeah, and that puck out goes in, and you can see that whatever bit of advantage is there uh, with the breeze. The ball comes into wheel, and it's Connor. It's Connor, or Josh, it's Josh. Josh gives it out to Barry. Barry, a shot from Barry in over the head of Bravo Treeland, and that <coughs> one was dipping. Gohar and Dresnon from Owen Barry, a man who has hit a lot of ball. He, he's cack handed, he switches his hands. Oh, Ricky Rangers back in the lead, John. T technique mightn't be his best uh, best ever Peter, but, yeah. but, but at least at least he knows where the post are indeed he does and that puck off from Threeland in fairness that's a good one from Threeland right out to the middle of the field but the ball is hanging and it's going to break down to this man Cormac O'Grady O'Grady the ball kept in play O'Grady doesn't stand on ceremony drives the ball into the corner but who's out there Adam Adam Sheedy lets the ball go past him <laughs> but he's back to the full back is Barry O'Kiley Barry gets the ball out to English and English releases the ball across the field looking for Aaron, Aaron and Connor Feeling or Connor Feeling the cornerback surely a push in the back there on Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley but here comes Feeling and Feeling kicking the ball away but it, it is picked up good pick up by Rory Skelly Rory Skelly whatever Ricky Rangers can do with the boot Rory Skelly can do with the boot and the ball comes back to Canaan but Canaan is in the wrong direction because it's to Quinn Quinn breaks forward yeah, this is great play from Quinn as he comes down catch it again and he don't he hits the ball in towards the corner in towards Danny Canaan here's the team captain Danny gets the ball here comes Sheedy the man you want oh and the ball popped up for the full back is Johnny Cooney Johnny Cooney and a foul yeah. there by, by Danny Canaan a late challenge John, uh, there was a sniff. Oh, that was a glorious chance. If Denny took it first time, <coughs> he was gone through. If Garot took it, he was gone through. But both of them missed the catch. And Johnny, Johnny Coney, the, uh, the captain for Bricky Rangers, came to the, the rescue of the ball, hopped into his hand. However, there's an injury over there on the far side. Is it number, number seven looks like Niall Brown is the man that's gone down injured uh, for uh, Bricky Rangers. Connor Dyle just goes over and checks the, uh, the midfielder. O'Grady, Connor Dyle, the referee. 
Yeah. I tell you, he's an all-style ref, all-school ref. He's just letting it off. But Leo, Chilo, I thought of pushing the back there on the 65. On, was it Fitzgerald Bradley? Uh, Aaron Bradley, yeah. Yeah, Aaron, sorry. Yeah, Aaron Bradley. Blayton pushed and runs the ref, didn't give it. And I think that would probably have been a chance for them to get the equaliser again. But here's come Ricky Rangers again. And here comes that them, them, them running game that John McKenna has spoke about. The ball comes out to Cummins. And, oh, and you could hear Robert Threeland calling for that one from here as Barry Kiley put out his right-hand paw. But that John Morrissey, I tell you, just John Morrissey is, gets the ball and just flicks it off to the man coming through. It's two goals and nine for Bricky Rangers. Two goals and eight. That's tremendous scoring here in this. Uh, oh, does concern for Ogunla now? Is it Colum Quinn? I tell you, he is, has picked up an injury. And I tell you, John McKenna, Ogunla, they, don't, they, don't, don't, they don't need this. He took, a, he took a hefty challenge coming out with the last, the last ball. And it looks like he... He has trouble with some part of him anyway. He's down. They don't need this man to stay down. They need him back in the game big time. A man who's going to be for Gunlaw going to get back in and, and, and pursue glory here in this Munster Championship quarterfinal. As we said, the winners to play Shkina Rinka of Tipperary in the Munster Club semi-final in a couple of weeks' time. And, and Queen, I see Owen Heffernan is warming up there for Gunlaw. Is Owen about to be That's introduced? It. And it looks like Owen, Owen is coming in and... Queen is carrying on, doesn't it? Uh, Queen has yeah. to carry on. Oh, look, he at, is, yeah. look, there's a long I, 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 a dunt in the heap, but you'd rather see a dunt. Yeah, and the ball, here's Vahan. Vahan now <coughs> gets the ball out towards Rory Skelly. But the ball comes into Sheedy. Sheedy, Sheedy going to take it on John Cooney. That's a great pass into Skelly. It is a goal. It is a goal. Oh, what a goal. A goal Brilliant from Rory goal. Skelly. That's a tremendous right. score for Rory Skelly. Again, great ball in from Vahan to Sheedy. The deadly duo. Sheedy, very unselfish like. Give the ball to the man in the better position, Skelly. Great goal, John. 3 8 2 Vahan was out the field. Gathered position, put it into Groad. Groad saw Rory all on his own in front of the goals, give it to him, and Rory finished it in style. 3 8 2 9. Now, we remember what Ogunlo done the last time when they got a goal, or what Pricky Rangers done. We don't want the same again. But the ball breaks into this man, it's Owen Barry. Owen Barry does a, a player gone down, injured for oh. Ogunlo. This, <coughs> is, this is a physical battle, but. I can hear a, a man, I can hear a Derek saying, "Stay down and look at break up the play, whatever way it is." John, but does, I think it's I think it's Colin Hart is it that's gone down. It was uh, a clash of bodies, I'd say, under under the high ball, but yeah, a bit of concern about him. Yeah, he no, had, no, he no, more than, no more than uh, Colum Quinn. They don't they don't need injuries. No, they're going to do not need injuries. But this this is going to be a physical battle. There's no doubt about it. We have a scoreline there from uh, QZ Park. It's one goal and sixteen for Belly Gunner of Waterford. It's four points for Belly of Clare. So not the result we want. Not the scoreline we wanted from um, QZ Park. You know, firing on, on Smith O'Brien's thirteen points. So eleven loss to Dunhill yesterday. But O'Gunnar flying the Clare colours here. They're up by two points. Two goals and eight. Sean, uh, three goals and eight to two goals and nine. Sean Ronan is in for Perky Rangers. Number 20 is going to say blood sub, Connor Whelan, and, yeah, they, yeah. and they will want Connor Whelan back on the field to play sooner. But I tell you, there is concern, and There's Connor McGee, the doctor, is look at the recording for, for a sub, is yeah. it a blood or a sub? And I tell you, <coughs> John, it doesn't look good for young heart. I, I, I'm still not sure if it is, Colin. I mean, he's the only one that I can't find out there, so it must be him. Yeah, he's... Oh, he, he doesn't look like he's going to be playing any more, any more part in this game. He, is it an issue? It's not. It's a head. It's, it's Keen Bradley. It's Keen Bradley. It is shoulder, is it? It looks like he has. He has and it's Paul McGee. Paul, Paul McGee. Paul McGee, McGee, Paul McGee. Who came on as a blood sub in the first half, and he's not going to weaken the attack by any matter of means. Um, indeed, yeah, young Bradley is uncomfortable being helped off the field by the doctor. He's a loss. By the doctor, uh, Conor McGee. You know, and and the big full forward Whelan is making his way up along the line here. He's coming back in again. So Sean Ronan just about got time to get a feel <laughs> of the the, the the turf here in O'Garney Park. But look, O'Gunlo, you know, 
However, they're doing it by hooker, break hook. They're up by two points. It's three goals and eight to nine points. That's indirect free. It, and the, and I tell you, the corner forward, uh, Josh Wheel and Veal had made a run there, but Conor Dyle is waiting for the waiting for Keane Fisher Bradley to go off the field to play. But Niall Brown has to go back and take this free again uh, for uh, Bricky Rangers. And here is Cormac O'Grady, an indirect free, 70 metres out. He's gone the same direction again, looking for the, the looking for Tom O'Connell. Tom has been quiet, and Peter English is, he has <coughs> turned in the game, but O'Connell is not going to stay quiet for too long. Here's O'Connell, cutting the green, gets the ball across to Barry. Barry puts up his hand, but he's going to be taken. Good play by Conan. Done well, uh, very important interception by Adam Conan. He needs to get this ball out to Fisher Bradley. Mikey Henlon has come out, and Mikey is in the whole style. Oh. Connor forward, he lets fly. The ball comes out to Tom. Tom O'Connell gives it out to Connor Whelan. Whelan is hitting it in, he's gone in on top. There's no one inside, only the corner forward. The ball breaks it that Oh, and just flicked away. Barry or Colin Quinn let the ball off. He comes out to Adam Conan now back in his own half back line. As here, McGee should be with after they let it go, and he lets it go. Don't, but the ball oh. comes down to Philip Walsh, and you know. Here come, here come, uh, Walsh doesn't, doesn't, here there's a chance here for Rory Skelly to intercept this one as John Cooney, John Cooney, I don't think John likes it too far out the field but he comes out to the wing back, the wing back is Barry and Philip, Philip, they want Philip to clear it and Philip clears it up the field but who's there, Oli Conan, can Conan really do show his leadership, McGee doing well since he came on and McGee just, he's blocked down on this occasion by John Morrissey, Morrissey gets the body but the ball comes back, he gets it back to Peter, is Peter going to open up the play, he does open up the play and here's the man you want in the ball, he's Henry Vaughan, Henry Vaughan for Ogunlo. Henry over here in front of the dugout, but he's robbed on this occasion by number seven. Number seven is Niall Brown. He gets the ball back to the midfielder. It's Cormac O'Grady. O'Grady, old style, drives <coughs> the ball up. Up to the corner forward. He's Mikey. Mikey Henlon. But Mikey is on his own, but he found the ball into Josh. Josh is the corner forward. Josh gets away. Oh, he gets away from Adam Sheedy. Here comes Josh Whelan-Veal. He's looking for support. He gets the ball across. There's a free in for... Uh, yeah. But the ball comes to Whelan. Referee playing the advantage. Indeed, Gohan dressed now on. And in fairness, John McKinnon, we have to give the referee credit. He, whatever he done in the first half, he's after doing the he, same. We're back to a one-point game, three-eight, two-ten. I, I think they they maintain you're allowed a couple of seconds, but it, this man seems to be giving you lots of time to finish it if you can. And in fairness. They did. Yeah, and indeed. The puck off in Zealand. He goes shot for Cullum. Cullum Quinn. Cullum in his own centre-back position. Taking on the challenge of Mikey O'Hanlon. He loses the challenge to Mikey O'Hanlon. Mikey using the football skill. And a pullback by Cullum Quinn. Possibly I, possibly I, I, a pull on Cullum first. I, 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 thought, I was just, yeah. I was just yeah. going to say that. Um, I thought it was a bit free out there. Maybe he, he was biased, entitled to it. I think, you know, I've seen him given for an awful lot less. And uh, now we had to foul them because it was a man was going to break through. But uh, Quinn unlucky there not to get free out. Um, one of the things I noticed that uh, both sides are inclined to let fly in the ground and this all to get a, a pass in. There's a few f good old style first this time bowling. This, this Mikey Hendon is an old school job. Old school absolutely. He's been watching 60s and 70s videos, I'd say, but um, very enjoyable games. Actually, it's a great game up and down the field. Fierce enjoyable hurling altogether. And uh, you just be hoping that we're going to don't, uh, you know, go through a quiet period again as we as we go into 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes of the first, of the second half. Yeah, and we're back at level pickle as Tom McCullen puts over that 35 metre free. It's 3 8 for Ogunlo, 2 11. <laughs> <coughs> Good puck out from Threeland. Up towards Danny Conan, but Walsh, Walsh attacked that one. And the ball comes out to the sub. The sub is our Jack Lombard. Jack gives it out. Here, here's the man who forward, Connor Whelan. He's opening up the left hand shoulder. Is this going to be a shot from Whelan? Is this going to be a lead? No. Does it tail? Threeland puts up his hand. Oh, and I tell you, I think that was hanging around the square. And I tell you, the corner forward, you can see he, Tom O'Connell is disappointed. He was trying to flick it into the net. The Robert the ball was, there's no doubt. Dangerous ball in around the square, John. It was, it was uh, a nervous, a nervous. <coughs> Uh, a ball to be, to be hanging around with but 
it looked like a square ball to me. Yeah, I would say, I would imagine so. And the ball comes out. Ken Ogunlo reply with a score here. The ball comes out to Canaan. Canaan need Ogunlo need Canaan, and Canaan hits a good ball across. He comes across where Jack Lombard. Jack wins this ball out ahead of Garage out again. And I thought out comes out Brown. Brown gives the ball out to John Morrissey. John, he's a real worker. He goes to ground. A chance here for Sean O'Kickers. Here, Sean. Sean with a lovely low ball in for Skelly. Skelly, the goal scorer. Can he shoot? A quick shot from Skelly. Lovely Aww. shot from Skelly, but it's turned out to the right hand side. He was trying to draw it in from the far post. You know, and it is conditions are tough out there. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be a test of insurance from here on, Pat. Both sides are playing, actually playing well now, just once or twice to shoot, and I thought Rory would I'd guarantee that all because Rory's really risky and accurate usually, just didn't hit with conviction, tried to kind of guide it over the bar from, from the corner flag there, well, out, out from the corner flag, you know, out to the wing, but uh, just didn't give the conviction. If he had driven it, I think he'd have put it over, but uh, we know Rory Skelly, what he can do already, five minutes ago, he got a brilliant goal, so uh, I think they should be trying to get diagonal ball to the, to the forwards, like, like, like uh, Sheedy, and, and rather than go straight down, the wings diagonal ball seems to be a way, a way to go sub coming in now for a yeah, goal Keith Fitzgerald Bradley coming back on it. Mm. I'm not too sure is it who's going off <coughs> on this occasion it looks like is it Adam Connell going off John or is it Paul, Paul McGee, McGee going off again yeah. Yeah, Paul McGee going off again Paul has done doing, all right, yeah. doing well on his two, two introductions we may see Paul again before the, before the final whistle we're level pegging here in O'Garney Park that line who's going to get the next score here and the ball breaks out to Danny Connell here comes the team captain he gets the ball into Fitzgerald Fitzgerald Bradley a shot he takes the back there. there's a chance of a green flag here for for Ogunlo. He gives the ball to the man who'd won. It's Carrode. He passes it to Skelly. Can Skelly finish it? And the ball comes off the... 65. Uh, 65. Ooh, what a move. John, the, it, it lit up there, John. It was great play and we'll have to give... Is it the captain? John yeah. Cooney. John, Johnny Cooney uh, was some um, let's last minute defending there and got a deflection on it and got it out for 65 but yeah a great goal chance great movement from, from a gun lads uh, three or four of them involved in it and was a great chance of a goal but good defending we'll have to give the captain credit for that one yeah he's made a couple of goal savings uh, clearances there's no doubt about that but look at when there's all hands on deck it's every anyway whatever you stop it out whatever way where it goes it's up good defending here's Garol Chidi with the Saska Kui can he put Ogunlo back into the lead here again it's three goals and eight for Ogunlo two goals and eleven this free is directly just to the right end of the post 65 68 metres out Garod is rather generous at bringing it back to a few extra metres but here comes Garod Chidi his striking has been impeccable and indeed it's in is it on this occasion Indeed, unfortunately, we're no. this. I tell you, these jumpers are slow enough about putting up <coughs> the hands. It's a bit cold out there for them, but they're a bit slow putting up. But unfortunately, it still remains level pegging. We're just on the water break here, and there's a sub coming on for. And indeed, Sean Ryan. Mm -hmm. I tell you, he got a taste of the pitch a few minutes ago. He's going to get a, long, a longer taste as the piece of pop here is handed to the fourth official. The puck out comes from Mark Shalou. Mark is hitting out towards the corner. He's looking for Barry. Barry has it for. for and he's met with a good challenge from Sean Kickers. Sean keeps him to the ground, and Sean trying to come out for Ogunlo. We're right in front of the Ogundo dog out here their linesman is close enough there's a and indeed it's number 10 has gone off for, uh, for yeah. and the ball Born comes Mary. out to the cornerback the cornerback is Conor Phelan feeling up the field Garod Chidi now up the field for Ogunlo but Ogunlo would rather if Garod was back down indeed he's, I tell you this man can play anywhere but the ball comes back into Philip Walsh Philip Walsh going to be closed down by Rory Skelly but he gets does it in his ball can Canaan come in and, and arrest that ball and the ball comes into the wing back the wing Way back up. is Cartek Barry but Canaan done well that could be a, a game changer gets it out to Keane Fitzgerald Bradley Keane Fitzgerald Bradley can he get a score for Ogunlo the ball is in towards Henry can Henry keep it in indeed Henry does keep it in but it goes off his hand and <coughs> helped out over the line by Niall Brown 
John, the next score here is going to be vital. And O'Gunnell will be quite, maybe quite happy to get into the water break here, level pegging as I, we start. I, I think so, but I, I think the Colin Hart is the man that's after coming back into the game a good bit there in the middle of the field. <coughs> he intercepted that one and set up the chance. But um, yeah, here he's on the trying to get on the ball again, but. The ball yeah. bypasses Adam Canaan and it comes to the full forward is Conor Whelan. Whelan gets away from Peter English. Here comes Whelan. A shot from Whelan. Is this going to put the lead back in for Vim? Uh, but it's no. gone out to the right hand side and both sides now guilty of missed chances as the bodies get tired. I think the referee may have forgot about the water break here here in this in this second half. 16 minutes, 16 minutes gone, yeah. Can O'Gunlo get a score just at the water break? What a time and what a boost it would be. And it comes out to the man you want on the ball. It's Gerard. Gerard Oshieda, 70 metres out. He's now out in the half-hour line. He pops the ball in towards Vahan. Vahan, I tell you, that wing-back was swinging. I tell you, one thing, anything that was moving there was going down. And the ball comes into Henry. Here comes Henry. Henry of Ocon, uh, 21 metres out. The man who has played with London in the past. He gets the ball into Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. The ball, where, and there's a push on the back there. There's a, it's, a, it's like a rook here on the 21-metre line. Is the referee going to blow it up? No, and that. He comes out to Carmack O'Grady. O'Grady is it, and he's blocked out wide by Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. I tell you one thing, John, there's one thing you cannot follow the commitment of both teams. Both teams, and, and I think um, if Anthony, I would say O'Gunlo might have their measure now, but they need to put a couple of scores on the board. And Bradley. Uh, blocking down that one now is after <coughs> getting a belt of some kind. Yeah, he got, the, fo he got the follow. He got the follow through with the hurley on that block down. Garoshid is definitely got out playing towards the middle or half hour line now. Anyway, so it looks like they're hoping he'll win ball out there and maybe get a few frees rather than depending on the ball going into him. But he will win a lot of ball around that part of the field. You'd mentioned. So it's a question of can the lads inside make something with do something with it. And that puck out. I think the man has forgot about the the, the water break. There's no doubt about that. But the ball breaks down and he oh, we yeah. won't sense about it while half is the ball. Ken Ogunlo get a score. They're putting on incessant pressure in towards Henry Henry has the ball in his hand can Henry turn and shoot he pops the ball out to Skilly out to the captain Canaan Canaan can he put him into the lead Score. he does he puts him back into the lead <coughs> McNamara no more than Ogunda deserved for the last five minutes totally on top as one of the planes comes in here and hopefully Ogunda is flying into the channel hopefully Ogunda are flying into the semi-final of the Munster Club Championship yeah there's a plane that looks like a South Africa it, which is a, could be an iffy side I'm not sure what it is I'll tell you one thing is that, is that the Munster team coming home it could well be anyway Good luck taken, taking the lead here, and that's the important thing. And the ball is in, and Colm Quinn, can he release? I tell the referee, I tell the referee, there's He's no doubt about break, it. Yeah. He has forgot about the Ishkipra. We're going to have a very sharp fourth and final quarter. Out to Peter English. Peter English, oh, Gunlow totally on top at the moment. The ball is going to come to Philip. Philip is looking up to the sky. He can, the, play, the, the, the aeroplane was in his sights, but the <coughs> ball was in his sights also. And the ball is with Niall Brown. Niall Brown, we're right on the 50 metre line here. Here, as in the Ricky Rangers have, has he finally called the water break? Indeed, not. He's going to play on. He's going to throw it in. It's three goals and nine for Ogunlor, two goals and 11 uh, for Ricky Rangers. I'm not too sure about the fourth officials here, John. Have, uh, is there any signal I, at all I, I for it? I think Pat Max Clock is the only one that's working. And here's Danny Canaan. Danny Canaan. Danny Canaan. This is a chance. We'll forget about the water break now. As Canaan. I don't know. Dead began. Oh, oh, what a tremendous yeah. save from Chalou. And that was a tremendous, a, an instinctive point blank save from the stick of Mark Chalou. And did Now he's calling the water break. break. Three goals and nine. Or three goals and ten to two goals and eleven. Brilliant run by Canaan and shot. However, he should have had a daisy cutter. It was too high. He just made it easy for the goalie. You know, you got to keep these low as you know Leo Dial it's much harder to get your hurley down fast to a ball than it is to get it up head high and uh, 
Great shot, great move by Gunn Logan. But Gunn Logan taking over the game, playing all the hurling now, no problems at all with fitness. And that's a very, very good sign that they have this, maybe maybe this stage on fitness, maybe. Maybe Bricky Raiders have an awful lot doing all year between football and hurling and no Gunn Logan concentrating on their hurling. So uh, maybe that'll tell now fresh legs. Uh, but they're hurling very, very well and deserve to be ahead. I did. I think you're looking at the body language of both teams going in here at this water break. And no Gunn Logan definitely showing the more energy that they sprinted off. A lot of the Bricky Raiders <coughs> players walking off the field, John. John, is there to be one now? I, I think it's... Uh, the, the advantage has swung to Gunlow definitely now they, they just have their, their noses in front it was a great goal chance for Denny now in fairness he, he's got back into the game Colin Hart has got into the game what we were saying at half time that Gunlow were missing the few lads they had thundered into the game now and they're all He's completely switched around for me. There was loads of the bricky lads hurling in the first half, and certain motor gun lads weren't hurling. Now it's gone the other way. Loads of fellows from Ogunlo getting on ball. So um, it's definitely advantage Ogunlo. So it's a matter of driving on now, and they may have the edge on the, with the legs. I think Pat could be right on that. Um, so look at 15 minutes, or probably a bit less to play now in, in the last quarter. Well, but I think it's, it could be it could be anything with this man, with, his, with, <laughs> that, with, with this man. But look at we'll, if he's doing a good job for me, John. Uh, the move of Sheedy out to the half-hour line has uh, paid well, dividends. It is, it is concentrated their minds now for the much out the field and inside in the, in the full line. The space is opening up because they wouldn't have the same uh, uh, respect for the other forwards because they, they will have known from the Clare County final the day entering Garrod Sheedy. So, and I think it's actually a clever move and uh, a clever move on behalf of Ogunlo to maybe just move. Well, even give Garrod different parts of the field to play in anyway because it puts the focus of defence on different parts and makes the, the defence have to think a lot more. Yeah, and Belly Gunner 320, Belly A26, a bit of a fight back from Belly A, but ooh, thanks to my Mike O'Connor for that. Michael has been very helpful to us here all day with scorelines. Yeah, uh, Mike, Michael Pierrot, the county news. board, you yeah. know, he, he, he's been over Crusheen, were beaten in the Junior final. Mike O'Gunlow, but he's here supporting the, the Clare Colours of O'Gunlow here today in this Munster Junior Championship. And it, as we hit the fourth and final quarter, it's been started by Mark Shalhoub from that great save. It's 3 10 for O'Gunlow, 2 11 for Bricky Rangers, and the ball is poked out by Quinn, and Quinn has played well at centre back for O'Gunlow. Who's going to win this ball? Indeed, it's Conan. His heart, heart has, has turned into the game here for Ogunlo in this second half, where the ball is 65 metres out here from the Bricky Rangers goal. There's a rook. And indeed, <coughs> you know, Ogunlo just have to keep tight and, and really attack on the on these ball. The ball breaks out to Garod. Garod Chidi now is really on the parker. Can he get it up for Ogunlo? This man who's also had played a school's match during the week. So he's been very, very busy with, 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 with hurling at the moment here in the so-called close season. The ball is out to O'Grady. Lovely flick play from O'Grady. O'Grady. Oh, and great blocked on by Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley and Aaron got the end of it but the ball comes to Hart and Hart delivers the ball to Henry Henry of Vaughan his touch is impeccable here comes Vaughan and he brings a lovely ball in for Fitzgerald Bradley oh. oh and the ball just didn't run for Fitzgerald but he got a free lucky to get the free John lucky to get the free it's it's uh, you you <coughs> go back to the old coach and of put your two hands on that hurley but if that one came up for him I think he was gone he was gone in uh, his brother now that was Keen Bradley his brother is down injured a brilliant but a, a brilliant block down by Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley that time it just changed the whole move motion uh, Bricky Rangers were looking dangerous in the half forward line and then he set up the attack and uh, as a looking up free not take a road can put over and make it three points but Fitzgerald Bradley took the, took the belt of the hurley into his body for the sake of the team and it has worked for them yeah indeed he took one for the team there and Garochi he puts another one over for his team it's now 3-11 uh, to two goals and 11 it's tremendous scoring here on a difficult day in six mile bridge but it's Ogunlo win from, uh, from Ogunlo from County Clare with the advantage and here comes Mark Chalou Chalou he's getting greatly into these puck outs here in this second half but it, there are a lot of them are going down on top of Colum Quinn which maybe isn't suiting Bricky Rangers the ball is out O'Connell is now back out at centre forward uh, for Bricky and here comes 
Jones, man, O'Grady, O'Grady. He tries to get the ball off. He's been pulled back. He's ah. been fouled by Danny, <coughs> Danny Cunan. Danny was pulling back. But I think, in fairness, if there's a, a free, a good free was to give away because there was an advantage coming for Bricky Rangers, who will just not go away. They are the Waterford champions. They have two out of two in the Munster Club uh, results this weekend so far. They'll be doing desperately for County Waterford to make a three out of three, but Ogundo are repelling that. Indeed, Adam Fisher Bradley is in a small bit of trouble. As we said, Belly Gundo 320, Belly A26. Uh, O'Connell makes it 311 to two goals and 12 here in O'Garney Park. But Pat McNamara, you know, for the conditions at this time of year, what an entertaining game we've had here. Oh, it's been a super game of hurling to watch. I mean, credit to both teams. I mean, this is high-quality stuff. You would not certainly think that these lads have won a junior race. I mean, as a neutral, you'd say this is at least intermediate standard. And, and, and let's just be honest. Uh, so credit to both teams. Two fine teams. And, uh, you know, be hoping one of these can go on and win the Munster title. But who knows? There's probably lots of other talents around the other counties as well. But uh, Ogunlo still with a great chance. Two points up. I suppose 10 minutes to play realistically left. Or maybe 11. But they've just got to just finish it off the job now. And the ball is out to the cornerback. The cornerback is Connor Phelan. But Connor finds the, the outside of the post. Not a, not probably not a shooter. They were trying to get the ball to Tom O'Connell. John, whatever we're going to do, they have to keep Tom O'Connell the, quiet at number eleven. The, the Brickies, their shooting now has uh, dried up, <coughs> and I think the, they have the one or two dangerous fellas that they need to watch. <coughs> if they can avoid them getting shots at the goals, then. I think Bricky's scoring might be limited. And the ball, Philip Walsh goes up to block it on Skilly. Skilly is playing well for Ogunlo. He gets the ball out to Hart. Here can Hart. He got a great point in the first half. Can he get another one? This is the end of the ball. This is going to touch. This is going to test Shalou. And I thought, oh, <laughs> my God, Denny, Denny was, I tell you, Denny wasn't going to make it easy for yeah. the goalie anyway. There's no yeah, doubt about Denny, that. Denny didn't give up on it. <coughs> he wasn't, in, I tell you, the goalie wasn't coming out with it either. There's no doubt about that. He got a belly full of goalkeeper for his trouble there. <laughs> the goalie fell on top of him, Denny, but fair play to Denny. He, he tried to keep it in and almost made it. And here's a, here's a no, here's where one could change. It's a f now uh, instead of a puck out, it's a free. It may not even go half as far. Indeed, it goes twice as far. Unfortunately, who am I to say? <laughs> but it goes straight out to Hart. Hart is going to deliver. He doesn't deliver. He gives it out to Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. Quick ball in from Fitzgerald Bradley. Oh, no, but wrong Johnny, Johnny Cooney is on the move. <coughs> Here comes Johnny, but Henry is going to close him down. I don't think Johnny would look will realize he gets the ball out. Tell him oh, Cummins. Cummins has been quite by his standards here in O'Garney Park. He gets the ball out to Carter Barry. But the ball and a push, a lazy pull by push up on the back there by Barry O'Kiley. John Ogundo just want to keep their discipline here John discipline because uh, as I said the, the shooting seems to have dried up for Bricky so you don't need to be giving them soft frees to give him the chance of scoring and it's Barry is getting a yellow card that's say for his troubles on this one yeah and indeed he's asking the referee trying, like, like a good Kaidi tradition he's asking the referee what the, what the, what the free is for like, protesting his innocence and Barry has quite a, a good way of, of protesting his innocence but unfortunately Conor Dyle not buying, right, buying it on this occasion it's a free in for Bricky Rangers uh, 30, 45, 40 metres out from the Ogunlo goal here 20 metres in from the sideline and the referee having a kind of a discussion I'm not sure who he's talking is the, the, for the sideline official out there as that the full forward is gone down there uh, for uh, Bricky Rangers it's Owen Barry I think Owen Barry is under and Owen is under pressure there's another sub coming on there for uh, for the Bricky Rangers it looks like he's a Stevie Ahern a good Waterford name Ahern and indeed it is Owen Barry he's going off and Owen or the own is getting up again, oh. and, and 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 Stevie Stevie Herron Stevie has to go. I think Stevie is going back to the going back. He's taken off the helmet. <laughs> I tell you that that Barry fella he had quite a good a very big influence in the first half, not having as much in the second half. Here's a man who is going to be central to the chances of Bricky Rangers from now to the final whistle. It's number eleven. It's Tom O'Connell and Tom and that oh. uh, he directed that one straight. He didn't come in. That's a let off. His foot was all wrong there, yeah. I'm not too sure. He's kind of taken the free sometime. Moriarty Scanlon's going to wobble on his feet. A bit as he was taking it. 
Comment here, of course, <laughs> Derek. There's no doubt about that. And the puck out from Robert. Robert, not to lean him um, with the puck out. Ball comes out here, and it's going to be picked up by number 20. Number 20 is, oh, Connor, hook. is Sean Ronan. Ronan, but Fitzgerald Bradley Brilliant. gets it to Henry and get that ball into Sheedy. That's what you want to do. Get it into Sheedy. Sheedy has it in the paw again. Here comes Sheedy trying to pick it up. The ball goes to ground. And O'Grady is back there. Danny Canan is back there as well. For trying to, he's in there going in the wrong direction, but for a right direction from O'Gunnar point of view. There's a, a, there's a right rook over there in the far side. All right, 20 metres out from the goals. In the ball. Who's he? The referee. He's going to throw in the ball. Indeed, Stevie Heron is going to make his way in uh, for um, Bricky Rangers. And number 10 is going off and he has going to, he is going to succumb to the, to the, the call, the curly finger from the management here. It's three goals and 11 for Ogunlaw, two goals and 12. But That's a two, two points adventure for Ogunlaw. Great walk the midfield again by, it was a key in Fitzgerald, uh, Aaron, which was the Fitzgerald, Aaron, uh, Keen Aaron, actually, Aaron, was it? That time they got the, they got the yeah. block, block in below, above in the middle of the field. Just Sorry, change, change the move. Yeah, it was Keen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not too sure what we had the time is. We have it at 26, yeah, we have it at 26 minutes, four, half, yeah. four minutes left, but we're not too sure how much ahead of time is going to be here in O'Garney Park here especially as the referee played so long in the third quarter the moving quarter as we call it and O'Gunn Love made great moves in that quarter to, get, to try and earn the semi-final and spot stop start suits O'Gunn now if it goes that way in a way you know and the ball is Road with the man rocks. one of the men you wanted it's Vaughan um, he releases the ball out to Skelly whose goal is vital it's his going great to go score. It's his, that's it's a, a tremendous score, score from Skelly in the fairness John McKenna <coughs> he's goal in a pint he, he, might been have, he mightn't have hit a whole pile with the, the, two, the two strikes. That was a serious point off his left hand side out near the sideline. Three and, goals and, and three and goals and twelve. Again. Yeah, three goals and twelve to two goals and twelve. And now Stevie Hearn is on for Bricky Rangers and Owen Barry is going up off <laughs> the field to play. Shalou comes out. This long puck out down the middle. Peter puts up the hand or puts up the hole. He doesn't get it. Oh, jeez, I said it was. A, I don't have any push in the back. It was there. There was a Edwin flying, but the ball is coming out. Canaan trying to get it out for Gunlo. Who's going to get it up? It's O'Grady trying to get it up for 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 Bricky. I nearly said Belly Gunner, but he, he'll win the, the ball out. Yeah. And Fitzgerald Bradley comes out. This is the ball that Rory has to win, and Rory has it. Have it, Rory. Can you have it? It doesn't Ooh. come up for him. It's it's hard to pick it up. Here comes Skelly. Is he going to shoot? No. Tremendous ball in to Bradley. Bradley, a shot. He's at the four points. Indeed, that is the four oh, points score. advantage. Well played. Bradley got a tremendous point in the first half. John, that could be the most fight, one of the most fighting scores he's ever put over the bear. Well, as long as they don't relax now, thinking that it's in the bag with four points on the board, they just need to drive on, finish it out. Yeah, 3.13 to 2.12 and the ball comes in into Josh. Here comes Josh to corner foul. Or Stevie. Stevie gets the ball into Mikey. Mikey, I don't think Mikey likes the running out towards the corner. He swings one-handed there on that ball. And the ball is coming in. Who's coming in? It's... He's Mikey, he's gone to ground. The ball comes into Peter, Peter English, and Peter just drives it down. And there's a sub on for another sub on, and Jack Lombard is on. And who is, it's out to Henry Fahan. Fahan, this is good. Can this make it? This is going to test Shalou. With the hands, cold hands, but indeed he saves it, gets it the ball. It's coming out to us O'Grady. That's Cormac O'Grady, the midfielder. He's going to launch it. Indeed he takes on Rory Skelly. Rory looks looks tired out there now. The ball comes in. The oh ball wow. breaks out to O'Connell. O'Connell, it has to be a goal for Bricky Rangers at this stage. Here comes O'Connell. He loses the ball. Tremendous challenge from Quinn. Could and have been Quinn, a I tell you, he got away with it, but look at you take the chances the ball comes out to Johnny Cooney Johnny Johnny he hasn't hit any ball today now he launches it a direct ball down on top of O'Connell again he, came, he got up quick Quinn has it in the air Cullum Quinn but the ball breaks out to O'Connell they have to keep him out we're in the dying moments here it's a free in for Ricky Rangers will he go for goal John McGinnis I, 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 28 there was a few stoppages so I'd say he might there's probably four or five minutes to go in this game here and Sean I, Lennon Sean Lennon is coming on for Ricky Rangers indeed Jim Hickey the, one of the fourth officials 
has called him back. He's getting advice there from it out here outside the where. But the linesman puts up the, the flag. Sean Lennon, who was originally named Tom O'Connell. This is a 20 metre free, <coughs> but it's out to the right, out 10 metres, 20 metres in from the sideline. Is he going to go for goal on this occasion? No, he looks like he's going to put it over the bear. And indeed, it's gone over the bear. Over We're bear. back to a two point game. It's our three, three point, point game. game. It's three. a one score game again, John McKinnon, 3 13, 2 13. It, it is. And they, as I said, they, they can't relax thinking that it's in the bag. So there's tired bodies out there. Barry Kiley is stretching. Doesn't Barry? Tis Colum Queen, Queen, Queen and actually back, the one he'd, he'd want to stretch him fairly quick and get back out oh. centre back for. He, he might, he might stay full back, will he? He? Might, he might be using all the experience, just slowing things down. He should go down altogether and try and put down the clock because, you know, you're going to put doubts in the mind of the referee with the time, and I, there's no doubt he will get. And that number 15, a bit petulant the way he hit that ball back, give him plenty of advice in the time from here on in as Dreeland goes to the far side. Gets it up out towards the half, own right down on top of the half hour line. Ken O'Gunlow win the ball, the breaker comes out, and here's the ball, he's out to Conan. Conan, a lovely pop pass from Conan, oh. but maybe he would be as well to get this ball in. It comes out to Lennon. This man is full of energy now after commands the sub, and he was looking not to be caught by a later one there by, by <coughs> Keen Hose. The ball comes out to Whelan, Whelan the full forward, he's out around the half hour line. Ken O'Gunlow win this one, and indeed Hart wins it. Hart wins it out to Adam Sheedy. Adam has been quiet, but just drives that ball down to Fitzgerald Bradley, one of the men you'd like to see on the ball, up on the Corner. He's going to be taken on, taken on the challenge of the wing back and a foul. Oh, and silly. A lazy foul there yeah. by Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. You need to keep the ball up in that corner, Pat McNamara. Well, you're doing that situation when the defender is in trouble trying to clear the ball. You're standing up and letting him try and clear it if he's able. And if exactly, he's not, yeah. now you're giving him, you might as well carry the ball up 80 yards yourself as to do that. A lazy one, but look at it. It's hard to blend them. They've given everything for this game. And Keane Fitzgerald has a, Bradley has had a great game, in fairness to him. And Cooney drives up into here. It's a goal or nothing now for Ricky Rangers. Peter English went up into the sky, up into the sky to block that one away. There's a two minutes of added time. We're in the final two minutes. And the ball, here's the man you want, is Vaughan. And Vaughan isn't going to waste the ball. <coughs> and he, oh, here's Rory. Can Rory put this one over the bar to put four pints? Shoot, shot, four pints ahead. Oh, good luck. Oh, no, the, the wrong umpire, the wrong umpire yeah. is coming out again. There's still a one score game here in O'Garney. Oh, chance, a chance to accept it there for Rory. The Ogunlo people are sitting on their nerves now at the moment. The ball is poked out by Auto O'Grady. Comes to Niall Brown. But Ogunlo are on top. And Henry Vaughan is really. Really <coughs> setting up the play for a gunner. The ball comes out to John Cooney. Cooney goes to ground and the ball a foul oh. by Rory Skinny is soft free. 21. Paul yeah. McGee is coming on for a gunner. Is it Henry Vaughan is gone off? Surely not. Henry Vaughan isn't been taken off he for a gunner. something up. Unless I think I don't know, John. I no. think to be crazy to take him off. He's after coming out the field and getting position. Yeah, he's right looked like he was two or three balls flying it. Yeah. Indeed, it's Keane Fitzgerald Bradley has gone off on the far Keen, side yeah, of the field yeah, again, yeah. and Paul McGee, Paul McGee back. The centre back has dropped <coughs> it, and the ball comes out to Aaron Fitzgerald Ooh. Bradley. Oh. Aaron, I'm not too sure as the quality of that free, and the ball comes out, and the ball. McGee holds up his player. It's number five. Number five is Carter Barry. Oh, I tell you, John McKenna is no. dangerous time now because it's, it's, it's lobbying around our square, and you know anything can happen. Half minute left. Uh, there's a free. Oh, he's after striking it. He's after, like, he's after striking it. No, he struck wide. it out to lift and gone wide. He's dead. The left that should be it. It should be. It should be. Rush of blood to the head. Oh, uh, rush of blood. There's no doubt about it. He probably struck it too well from his point of view. Drilling. He's it all over here. Toss over here on the sideline. Another sub coming on for Gunlo. I tell you one thing. The Gunlo management are playing a blinder. A line Three. ball. No. A line ball. No for for for. Um, um, what you call them Bricky Rangers will do and just if, you know the road men go into the corner go road and take down take the challenge indeed I tell you one thing come at the hour come at the young men <laughs> Pat McNamara this man has shown leadership in spades look at 
it's, it's, it's my first time me being close up to him. He talks out. He's a fine build of a man. I mean, this guy has absolutely everything. He has the skills. He has the pace. He has the hands. He has the power. He has the aerial ability. And he's able to tackle. What a young player. And uh, even though he mightn't be as, as, as massive on the scoreline as he was in the county final, which was just unbelievable, he's been so influential. Took some great frees. And his general play has been excellent. And he's just caused headaches all day for Bicky Rangers. And if you could cap it off now with the four point, with the, with the, the point from free to make it four points, it'd be brilliant. Difficult free out on the right hand side. Oh, it, it is very difficult. It's, it's that turning is not turning. Might be as good as a score, maybe. No, I tell you, it could be as good as a score. But this goalkeeper, look at they are, are Bricky Rangers are going to get a chance. They're going, seconds to, they're going to get one yeah. chance. <coughs> the ball breaks out to Whelan. Whelan uh, for Bricky Rangers. Is O'Connell is gone in full forward. You can see what their intention is. The ball is out with Keen, with Keen or Peter English gives it to Quinn, Quinn. and Quinn drives it, but he doesn't drive it far enough. He's just good at that. Right but who's there? Only Henry Vaughan. What an interest Vaughan has been in the final quarter here. And Vaughan for Brindley. John McKenna. When you need experience in leadership, Henry Vaughan, Corsoon, lesson four in year, showing leadership in spades, John. There's, there's 30 fellas out there, and I guarantee you there's none of them as smart as that man. He knew what to do with it. He hasn't the pace, but he took on his man and drew the foul. And now he's gone down. And I tell you one thing, our, our Lord wouldn't get him up at this stage. There's no doubt about that. It's three goals. And it's three, even Easter Sunday morning, it's, yeah. It's three goals and 13 to two goals and 13. I tell you one thing, Arrow Gunlog, move in with one foot in the semi-final uh, from Tipperary and what an occasion that promises to be hopefully we get the Ogunlo get the job done and dusted here in O'Garney Park and I tell you Henry is he's on the knees well, there's no doubt about it look at there's a bit of life in the old dog yet there was two points two minutes went up on the, on the timing board for extra time it's now gone to exactly four so I know this injury has added 30 seconds to it but you'd often wonder about those two minutes I know it's a minimum of two but I think the refs like, like to give it uh, the losing team a chance to just the, the a chance to get Back him to something. The referee must be enjoying it as much as he must be. He's at it, and, and Conor yeah. McGee is out there asking the referee about the time. There's no doubt about that. I, know, a, a role, I think a Rolex watch is on the present on, on the wish list <laughs> for this list, man for yeah. Christmas. Here comes Peter Ringley. <coughs> Can this be the one to put the insurance plate to keep a gun low and make sure that they are in the hat or in the draw in the semi final uh, again coming up against King Ring? He's English with the 65. He has struck it well. He has struck it very well. Is that the for, indeed it's gone wide? But to go, and he gets the final action of the Munster Junior quarter final. And all credit due to Tua Ogunila, Ascunta, and Clark, Pat McNamara, Ogunlo into the semi final. Three goals and 13 to two goals and 13. And absolutely deserved at least the three point margins. The minimum deserved to win by on that second half display. For the first 15 minutes, we were highly impressed with uh, with, 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 with uh, Bricky Rangers uh, and deservedly so. But Ogunlo kept in the game and, and, and the goal the goal for, for, uh, for um, Sheedy really kept them in it early on when they weren't hurling that well but over the full I suppose 65, 66 or 7 minutes that's been played O'Gunnell have been outstanding for most of it uh, and when Garochi was being bottled up by crowds of lads as we said at half time other guys came into it other guys did a bit Rory Skelly you know a goal, ha- a goal, a goal, a goal the Hart the two Aaron Bradleys you know Henry Vaughan of course what a player as, 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 as John has referred to what a leader and what a player using his head all the time and, and plenty of skills Colin Quinn I thought was super at centre back when he was Peter English, some great ball, Adam Sheet. Look at it, it is nearly, nearly uh, churlish to call out individuals, but a super team effort. And uh, 
the final, the county final display was not a, a, a shot or a flash in the pan. This is a genuinely good side who can play top class hurling. They have followed up a great display with another excellent one against a really good side from Waterford who are very disappointed, I would say. So, well deserved win for Gunnalow, onwards and upwards. And, uh, you know, it's a team, it's a club on the rise. And isn't it great to see after a few tough years? Yeah, I don't know about the Phoenix rises from the Ashes, don't know <coughs> about that. But, John McKenna, proud day. Congratulations uh, to yourself oh. and all in Gunnalow. A marvellous day for the club. I'm delighted for the lads and delighted for the club. Um, and it gives them a couple of more weeks training and another match to look forward to and get more get more people out out watching the match. Hopefully this weather will stay stay like it and we can get another another game like that. It was a cracking game and I must say that the fellas that we spoke about at half time that were quite uh, Colin Hart, yeah. Denny Kinane, all all were all absolutely flew into the game into the whole second half. So I suppose it was, you could put it down today, a, a great team performance is what I'd put it down to. Paul McGee coming in as a sub, he, he came in two or three times, I suppose, in the over, over the hour, but uh, played his part as well. So look at, overall, they'll be delighted, especially when you're up against a team that you, you, you probably don't know, haven't played them before, don't know anything about them, you don't know what to expect. But I, 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 there was one, one switch that I, I don't understand with uh, Bricky. Owen Barry, who we praised at half time, <coughs> it looks like they switched him onto Sean Kickers for the second half, and he was taken completely out of the game. Kickers is a tighter marker than. Uh, I, actually, I, actually said, I actually said, I actually said, I've heard at half time maybe we're going to should think about putting Kickers over, yeah. and indeed, fair play to the Bricky Rangers, man, they, they, they do done it for him. Yeah. And, and Peter English thrived as well in the second half. And Peter English was, yes, mm. there's no doubt uh, a great team performance. Yeah. yeah, and indeed, a magnificent team performance, and you can see from the disappointment of Bricky Rangers, however, thanks uh, <coughs> for one Clare team getting through to a Munster semi final, they've arrested that slide uh, for the Clare clubs in the Munster Championship this win is one, one out. Three. So, not a bad weekend for the Parish of Ogunlo. Scarif Ogunlo winning their uh, second senior Camogie Championship uh, as of yesterday with their defeat of through Clannara. I know the, the men have done their part today. They are now into the semi-final of the Munster Club Championship against Gina Rinky from Tipperary. And I don't know, uh, that's where I think that's Ronald Regan was down there many, many years ago when he when he visited Ballyporeen or whatever, a jewel club down there in, in, in South Tipperary. But, you know, there's no doubt about it, John. It's going to be every... They can only draw inspiration from this. Oh, without doubt. We, we said before the match that it was a uh, bonus territory for Ogunla. Now it's it, it's better again. So, um, no, I I don't know whether it's going to be a home game for them or away, but I, I don't think these boys won't care where, where they have to go and play it. They'll just be, be delighted to be in the semi-final. I think uh, the Don Malai has, has, come in, has come in, so I suppose we, we better... Well done, Donald. Congratulations. Yeah, in, indeed, Donald Malai, the, the manager of Ogunlo, uh, has joined us. Donald, we spoke to you after the county final, a jubilant county final win over, over Crusheen. You know, you said you were in bonus territory going into this Munster Club Championship. Today, you played well in the county final. Today was a, a major step up and you accomplished the task quite well. Well, we had to work. We, ca we came in, like, there's a degree of confidence in the lads which have built up as we went through the year. And we were here yesterday morning and we felt the lads were actually in a good place. So, the overall, they had to, that was an easy game. We had to dig it out. Everton didn't go our way. Uh, Ricky Rangers were a good team there. And well, what's all that we said, it's all about work, work, work. If you work and have heart there, it'll carry you a long way. And, we have a good sprinkling of skill thrown in there as well. And there's no doubt about Donald, every question was asked of Ogunlo today, you know, especially you, you made such a comeback in the, you started off 
rather second playing second fiddle, kept yourselves in the game. Then you were hit with two, you got the goals. Then you were hit with two sucker punches at the goals, which would kill off many, many a team. But all it, for a gunner at half time, whatever you said to them at half time, you really rose dainty and they gave a tremendous second half performance. Gosh, I don't know, do we say much at, much at half time? Sit down there, there's a couple of lads smoking, they need a chance to have that smoke there as well. There, like you know, and, and then so like, so like Daffy lies having the beer before the, uh, the, the, the football final in 84. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The lads are good and they're, they're able to, they're, they're mentally strong. And that's important, having a, you can have hurling, you can have skill, you can have everything else, but you need mentally strong fellas as well. And all our lads, are, they generally have a good bet of them. There's a bit of fighting them, and they'll fight for every ball. Even when things are not going exactly right for them there, they'll, they'll hang in there and turn it around where and possible. It, and all, that's the point the two boys, Pat and John, have said in the analysis during the match, that at different times when the players, you know, weren't going that well, but when they needed to step up, all the players came on board and look at it was a tremendous team performance in the end and you're looking forward to a Munster semi-final against Skinner and Gifty Pirelli yeah well sure that's that, that's, what, that's where we are now it's, it's a one game at a time job as I told you the last day now that's, a, that's another one out of the way there now and hopefully we'll see where they will prepare for the next day and we'll see where it brings us and if, if we can if we can, if we can turn up with the right attitude and that we'll always be there there thereabouts and if we're beaten by a better team there then if we give performance so be it but but, but if we if if we turn up and we have the fight in us and the heart in us there, we won't be too far off it. And John McKenna, there's no doubt about the fight in the heart is there. You know, there's no interest Sean in spades out there today. It was needed as well as Sean. In fairness, no Bricky, they started the game very well. Um, so O'Connell were under no illusions. The first water wreck, even though we thought it would never come. But um, in fairness, they knuckled down. As we said, fellas weren't in the game turned into it for the second half but overall um, they're, they're good because there's a, there's a good mix in it you have as we spoke we we're sick of talking about us smart Henry Vaughan is but when you have the likes of Henry Vaughan like the amount of ball he got on there when it mattered when the ball was needed and then you have you've youth enough you have legs under loads of fellas but there was definitely good fighting them today and but indeed uh, John Pat McNamara Speaking of Henry Vaughan, right? Luca Sheedy is probably the is the, the the jewel in the crown, right? But today, when experience was needed and to calm it down <coughs> and bring other people into the play, Pat Vaughan was the man. Very impressive play. Uh, but look again, these guys that have just done it for years for their club and know what it's about and just and, and just use their heads as well as their as well as their skills and their energies, you know, just show really leadership there and call the right decision, set up a lot lot in that forward line as he did in the county final as well. And suppose, you know, he'd been lined for player of the match if we were into giving those awards and you know, I don't I think they'd be ashamed to give it today because I think it was a real team effort, a real team effort. Garo Chidi obviously shows the fantastic but Henry Vaughan, uh, without him there would be no uh, next round, that's a guarantee because he made him tick in the second he made him tick all through the game there. Just does the right things at the right time, brings other players into it and takes a lot of marking and his first touch control himself is excellent as well so overall he can be very very happy with his day as he has been for many times in the past. Yeah and indeed Donald we have to give the management yourselves credit, I know you're not one for taking credit but I thought the moves you made today during the match, he brought subs on and brought subs off but I think he played at the tee, your position switches all at the right time Donald, look at, I know when you win the match everything is, is great, you know what I mean but I thought today every move you made worked to a tee. Yeah, well, we, we were caught with a couple of injuries, as you're probably aware of today. We had to mid switches and, uh, you know, we talk about Henry and Garrod and these lads, but if they, if they don't get the ball in and the right type of ball in there, the unsung heroes can, can, the unsung heroes can be out the field somewhere else. 
we had Adam Canaan come in there midfield today on that Cummins chap there. He, he would have been one of, by far and away, their strongest player there. Yeah, played him out of the game? Well, I won't say he played him out of the game, but, but, he, but he certain he would have been a big threat to us. And, you know, sometimes the fellas that are on the ball at the end of the scores and like that to get all the credit. But what about Barry Kiley actually coming in full back, a position he was unfamiliar with? He, he, didn't, he didn't give any ground there either. So, great credit goes to a lot of lads. And sometimes, Sometimes the fellas that in the flashy parts there hitting the ball over the bar, I get a lot of credit. I get a lot of credit, and rightly so. They're doing the job. They're there, but the other lads are doing their job and contributing to the team there. Without without them lads with the heart and the goods there, you're you're, you're actually going nowhere either. Yeah, and indeed, Donald. With that, we're going to let you go. Let you back to make arrangements and get preparations underway for the, the Munster Club Championship semi-final. I know there's an under-21 semi-final next weekend, so it's all go down in 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 Ogunlo at the moment. The very best to look to you as you yeah, continue your run. Just before we go to say congrats to the Camogie, yes, it's a great win there. It's, it's it's a good time to be involved in a gun law. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And with new developments on there, it's all positive. Donald, get this preparation on the way. We'll see you for the semi-final. And now, we're going to be joined uh, with Pat. He's going to interview uh, Mel Keevney. Mel, well-known, uh, renowned journalist here. Uh, and Pat is going to interview Mel about the game between Bricky Rangers and Ogunnalo. Mel, first of all, great to have you on, on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. I think as you might be your debut. Uh, for a neutral, first of all, it was not send the game of hurling, wasn't it? Well, I actually saw the other quarterfinal as well at Austin Stack Park in Tralee, and this was a better quarterfinal in comparison to the one yesterday between Skahina Rinka of uh, Tipperary and Tralee Parnells. So, but that's not going to say that O'Connell will win the no. semi-final, but they will go into it as favourites, and uh, rightly so. But this was a, a very good match, hugely entertaining. And when you when you hear the the result coming through from Cusick Park in us, I mean, there was better entertainment to be had here, you know, Garney Park in Six Mile Reach this afternoon. And looking at the O'Connell team, you know, there was many many stars. I thought Peter English was one of the the stars of the show there in that number seven jersey. Garrod Sheedy did well, and of course uh, Rory Skelly with his second half contribution. There was a whole host of players that played so well for Ogunlo and I think they will be very very pleased and you mean Dol Malai he was he was so broad shouldered uh, I thought he wouldn't actually fit out uh, the door there he was so happy going out there from you just and a few moments so. ago yeah and the other thing about uh, and, and obviously Bricky Raiders contributed to a great game as well but Ogunlo had a great mix of long direct hurling and also the short game when required I think they play a lovely brand of mixed hurling you know nowadays possession is the name of the game there's still time there's still uh, place for the long direct game at times they mix, they mix that quite well, I think. Yeah, because this is junior as well. It's not senior into county. But, uh, you know, I mean, Robert Dreeland did go short a good few times early on. But then he went long. And I think there was more change got out of Ogunlo because certainly Sheedy was very threatening in the first half and did get in for that goal <coughs> and uh, set up uh, Henry Vaughan for the other goal as well. So, yes, Ogunlo are good and they'll be very happy. This is junior. It's a step down from intermediate. It's a further step down from senior. But my word today, this was up there. Uh, it was as good as perhaps, you know, I mean, it was a very good standard hurling for Junior and Ogunlo will be so so pleased and they can go forward with a great deal of confidence to that semi-final meeting Skahina Rinka. People will wonder where is Skahina Rinka? Skahina Rinka is Ballyporeen. Uh, Re Ronald Reagan country. Yeah, the 40th US president visited there in uh, 1984 because his great-grandfather left Ballyporeen in 1829. I didn't know any of them. Now oh, this I tell you what, yeah. I'm so glad you joined us today because not only to learn all about uh, hurling and your judgment on it, this is fantastic history as well. Yeah, Michael Regan was your man's great grandfather, Ronald Regan, and he left uh, Temple Tenny, which was a townland in Ballyporeen. Skahina Rinka, in, that's Irish, in English that means dance of the bush. 
So Fabulous. now, will it be a gun look that will be dancing, or <laughs> will it be above and belly purine they'll be dancing? And the funny thing is, a gun was always known to be a great place originally in East Clare for growing potatoes. There was lovely dry land there, and of course, belly purine is the, t- the town of the little potatoes. Christy Moore said in his song years ago. Yeah, you see, because there was a lack of potatoes in belly purine, that's why that Michael Regan had to leave in 1829. <laughs> <laughs> no shots uh, there he, now. He, he never heard of a gun I think. Yeah, well, we have to credit uh, Bricky, uh, Ricky as well today. Brought uh, brought with contributing to a, a great game. Some fine players on that team and they started off very impressively. You know, they showed maybe the football skills in terms of movement and passing as well. So they contributed hugely to what was a fine game. They did. And when you look at the likes of their fullback, you know, I mean, Johnny Cooney is no spring chicken, as he will tell you himself, but he played okay back there on the fullback position. Didn't want to run too much, uh, yeah. But uh, well, he did what he had to do. He was very good between the 13 and the 20. <laughs> <laughs> Over seven metres, he'd beat anybody. Else. But anyhow, that, that's for a different, uh, a different day. But uh, they had good players Corrick Barry you know I mean Cormac O'Grady chipped in with some very good points uh, from midfield Tom O'Connell is always reliable you know Mikey Hanlon oh yeah, yeah. You wouldn't we, want we, too many, we, many hike. Uh, Mikey Hanlon's now on the the opposition I team. I wouldn't like to be part of that for him the, every, the, every the second day. That'd be the out. No. team. You know what I mean? Now t- t- uh, you've seen both teams uh, at, on the way one weekend, as you said, and you you've commented. If you had to pick a winner in the Skinnerinki Ogunlo game, how would you sum up from what you've seen so far? There's one little extra thing you need to throw into it. Bally Giblin of Cork is just five miles. From from Skahina Rinka, right. they all went to school together. Well, not all of them in Mitchellstown CBS. So you mean they're looking at a, a mallow sellout crowd. So that could have a bearing when Absolutely. when Ogunlo come uh, knocking at the door of Skahina Rinka. As to where the game will be on, will be interesting as well. Will it be a neutral? Mm-hmm. Will it be above in uh, Ballypurin, or will it be here at Six Mile Bridge again? But that's for another date. If you were to take the two games yesterday at Austin Stack Park and Tralee, and what I saw here today, you would be saying that Ogunlo will come through. But my word, <laughs> there's a lot it of hurling. To, there's a, that, yeah. there's a lot of hurling to be done. Skahina Rinka will go in as underdogs, and that will just suit them nicely. They have good players. Vahans and uh, English that scored a goal yesterday you know they're a good bunch of players as well well Val I know you'll want to get home and have a few little prayers yourself now maybe and have something nourishing but uh, you know we, we just won't we couldn't close the, the, the little chat without you know, paying tribute to Six Mile Bridges condition, uh, you know the layout here and the state of the pitch considering going into the heart of winter you know uh, it contributed massively to a, a fine game as well and Six Mile Bridge contribute to the association big time because they host so many lesser games let's put it you know, I mean they don't get the huge inter county senior matches but my word any club matches any schools matches the place is always well presented they have a lovely tidy stand uh, the Tom Mori stand that can hold 800 people um, it's a nice compact ground on the verge of a, a nice uh, village where I saw Niall Gilligan in great form earlier on there he was calling people in I don't know was he doing toasted sandwiches or whatever <laughs> he was doing any, uh, but uh, Gilly was in, uh, in he'd, be eat, he'd be eating one and yeah, he yeah. might be doing for others he'd or, have or, one a few or, himself or, se- or selling one probably but anyway he was in good form but no credit Six Mile Bridge uh, pitch in good condition lovely setup here nice people and good uh, that Ogunlo are on the, the right side of this win following on from Smith O'Brien's winning the uh, losing out yesterday and Ballier losing out as well so you'll yeah. be flying the flag in the yeah the last um, team remaining in the Munster Championship and the, we had no Munster Championship in 2020 uh, because of COVID-19 so we're back and it's good that uh, 
O'Gonlo and Scarf Community Radio will be there for the semi-final in two weeks' time. Yep. Val, you mentioned nice people in the ridge. I don't know if Leo wants to win or not. No, nicer than yourself for joining us, uh, giving us history as well as your, your summation of the hurling. Really j- fabulous to have you on Sportsland. And please, I'll be talking in the future. So maybe we'll meet in that semi-final between Skehne Rinke and, uh, and uh, O'Gonlo. So anyway, well done, O'Gonlo. Val, thanks a million for joining us on Sportsland. A real pleasure to have you. Likewise. Yeah, and indeed. Uh, my, my thanks also to Mel. I've listened to Mel for and many Mel years commentating on, on games, on radio and on on television Mel Gormila Mahagut and as, as Mel says Ogunlo march on to the semi-final of the Munster Club Championship uh, taking on Skeena Rinky from Tipperary a new day new game uh, look at it, you think it's the, it's the close season for GA but in, Tello, in Ogunlo at the moment the season is really up and running they also have the under 21 semi-final take place next weekend against Corofin Rowan and that's going to conclude our sports and show, our broadcast here from O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. My thanks to co-commentator Pat McNamara. Thanks to our analyst uh, today, uh, John McKenna. John, Dad, you, I know you, you said you're, you're going for the bowl of soup now. You said you, you need a, a, a beat of recompense and look at thanks for that. Thanks to Donal Malai who joined us also. Thanks to Mel Keevney who also joined us here on Scarif News Radio. Thanks to, uh, to Jim Collins who on his own today kept the show going here in O'Garney Park. So all that means is for me, Leo Dial, uh, from O'Garney Park on a tremendous day for Ogunlo Hurling Club on a scoreline of 3.13 to Bricky Rangers 2.13 it's Ogunlo who marched into the Munster Club semi-final thanks to our sponsors Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction from all in Ogarney Park Bannock Day August Lawn.